Okay, so you're saying that when you pour, you leave. When you pour it. You leave. This is yeah. the proper way. You should have like that much head in your glass. Okay. Because apparently, this is all chemical reactions that are going to happen in the glass versus happening in your stomach. So you don't have this big old bloated beer gut feeling that you have so you're supposed to pour it like that not pour it re- like shake it up in a paint mixer and pour it like that. but yeah. and then don't like you know some people will do it like that and slow that's it and i was and um that was from like a brew master and he said you know unless you want these gases in your stomach which is fine it'll process you're just gonna be burp 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 you don't all, be, that's what i was thinking yeah but if you don't want to burp so much burp 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 then you do it like that now for the white claw boys out there i don't know I'm pretty sure gases are gases. White claw gases are a little crazier. You know, I would, they're named do, Kyle. Do, I don't know what's going on in there. Do, do do hard water seltzers even have a head? I don't even know. I, I haven't ever had one, so I don't even know. Like, do they even have – do they leave? I, I know sometimes it's carbonate. I, this, that's I feel, how, I I feel like I we should have a second podcast just for white claw – <laughs> the white, white claw, claw hour. <laughs> the white claw hour. That would be funny. Oh, perfect fitting. You know somebody's gonna be drinking a white claw on Thanksgiving. You know what yes. I mean? And that's it's it. gonna. It's weird now. It's like, well, there's always there. There at some point there had to be somebody drinking a Zima at Thanksgiving. So Zima, the evolution yeah. of the Zima is now white claw. I mean, that was prehistoric wow. white claw back in the day with Zimas, right? That's the right? well, well. Z- White claws are alcoholic, but it has the same effect as a Zima when you see one. It's more of a oh, I see the same thing. effect when I see somebody drinking a white claw versus a yeah. Zima. It has the same effect. The same effect, yeah. I think the same thing. <laughs> the same visual, alcoholic or not. <laughs> it's just, oh, oh, you're one of those. Okay. Oh, cool. you're one of those. Oh, okay. It's right just, next to your stuffing and potatoes and a white claw. On, yeah, just get on your. What is it? What's the the Bud Light? That's not really Bud Light. It's like. It's, I don't know, it's like point f- point fifth of a calorie. It's like Michelob. Uh, Michelob is always for, like, fit beer drinkers. Yeah. From what, Remember from ice? Remember when that was a thing? Like, everybody had Bud an ice, ice beer, and it was just malt liquor. Yeah. Like, oof. Uh. It would throw, oh. Anyway, anyway uh, this moving on in. with our lives. I'm just getting something. We are now sponsored by Budweiser. So we want to say thanks, <laughs> right, everybody, at Budweiser. We've always oh, loved <laughs> loving the Bud Ice. Label out. <laughs> Label out. out We're going label out this time. We have to. It's a contractual obligation. Label out. Let me switch the hats out. All right. <laughs> we got the Earnhardt Jr. hats and everything. The Buzz McKenzie. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then uh, <sighs> we didn't uh, we didn't sell out. We bought in. All right. Yes, so that's, that's the happened. way you got to think about it. It's how we... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Um, this is our attempt at doing a Thanksgiving special um, while you are driving home, while you are about to endure the and horrible. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and just leave the words out from that point. Okay. You're just about to step into the family fun, if you will. Um, yeah. that, that is the Thanksgiving experience. And uh, we'll just leave it at that. But we are here to try to brighten up your Thanksgiving experience. Or if, yeah. you know, you're one of the thankful ones that is able to get away in your garage and put this on while you get to tune yeah, and tinker, yeah, that's what we're here for. But again, thank you for tuning in with us. This is another episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast, Thanksgiving Turkey Day Especial. 
go for it. So, Mike, what right. are we doing on this episode? All right, I'm glad you asked, Miles. So, <laughs> on this episode, a Nissan wins the the Optima Battery Street Challenge for the first time uh, in its history. Also, we're going to share garage horror stories and lessons that we've learned along the way. And then finally, as we enter this holiday season, we're going to share a few online specials that have been popping up uh, and continue to uh, uh, be promoted uh, around this time, which you want, you may want to uh, take advantage of. So again, stick with us, guys. This is the Nissan Nerd Podcast. <laughs> I swear that song is getting shorter and shorter or we're buffering out like who knows what. But yeah, I mean, the internet right now is just kind of slow for, and if we kind of cut in and out tonight, uh, be, uh, try to be patient with us, y'all. I, I'm assuming the the pornography download across <laughs> our uh, peninsula is is through the roof right now. Or everybody's coast to coast Friday downloads. Again. It's coast either that or like porn downloads or Black a, Friday deal shopping. It's like five YouTube videos on how to make a cur- how to make a turkey. Right oh now. yeah, yeah it's like nobody knows. It's... Everybody forgot how to cook, and they're just like, "Oh crap, we need yeah, a YouTube yeah. oh, crap. video." Oh, we we, we this can't be uh, DoorDash. This is not curbside. Oh man, how many people? <laughs> the, you know, the poor DoorDash guys that are just eating up bandwidth all out the place just to get. <laughs> oh, I need that. Uh, they forgot that one gluten free pie, and they're just like, "Son of a, <laughs> I need it. I need it." From I said none, Jerry. Over. <laughs> It happens, dude. You know, it's crazy. It's like, I don't know. It's, but again, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Be thankful that you got a roof over your head, that you got us. I mean, that's really what you should be thankful for is that uh, we're here talking about dorky, nerdy car and Nissan and Datsun Infinity stuff because that's how we roll, right? So, Mm -hmm. needless to say, uh, be thankful for everything you have in your world because it may not be there tomorrow. That's true. Uh, with, yeah, we, we make fun, but hey, this is a really good time. This, this is a really time. good time. This is the to, time uh, to, to be thankful and count. Because we we don't uh, practice this uh, probably as a society every day, like other countries do. So we have to create a day to remember to do it. Right. It, it well, it's been what's. I, it's not like that's really a new. holiday that's dedicated to slavery and death. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, let's not be a downer. We got to think positive uh, okay. today. Let's do that. Oh, but yeah, let's keep hey, it positive. The... Oh, just stop. Uh, Speaking, of po- yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of positive, though, that's a nice hat. What did, is that? Is that your uh, special this edition? That, you, this old thing? You got the CalSonic. I'm assuming it's based off of their most recent uh, win, uh, a podium uh, finish. It's actually from last year's season. Ah. Uh, but is when they had the GT or so uh yeah oh and um yeah i also uh got the wig split oh no more ponytail no more ponytail no more ponytail oh it's gtr oh it's badass i know it's from from the gtr not with the new z i'll get one of the new z hats when i can figure out how to 
source one from Japan and figure out how many billion yen it's going to be to get it in equivalent dollars. That's going to be. I think the reason why you bought that hat is so that you can take it to the local paint shop and say, I need this shade of blue. I need, I need this for the project car that I'm painting. Yeah, because this is actually the color that I'm painting. <laughs> to the licensed product, I'm sure the it is. So it's got to be the official shade of blue. This one right there. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, moving right along. Um, so we got, we got a lot to kind of go over today. Um, no, but before that, we usually kind of do a little challenge. Now, um, for those that haven't noticed... Um, yeah. Obviously, we are rocking um, some new do, some yeah. new uh, threads. What we are had, these from? Yeah, we had a uh, ra- nice conversation. So, you know, in the last couple of episodes, we were talking with, uh, we were talking about Nissan Challenge, which is a series out of California. Look at the and, back. Uh, Look at the grassroots. Back. Oh, man. Go a little higher. Go a little higher. Ah. You're there. Ah. There he goes. <laughs> you pull out your back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, we, we had spoken with uh, – well, first of all, we had spoken about a, a, a grassroots league uh, Nissan Challenge uh, racing series, and uh, one of their organizers or promoters had given us a shout and said, hey, what size of shirt do you want? And we're like, hey, of course. Thank you so much. So here we are, man. We, uh, we're part of the team now, man. We get to promote, <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll get some uh, – a, a nice uh, conversation with them pre- yeah. pretty soon. And, and uh, the nice thing about the Nissan Challenge, we're actually going to be adding them into our lineup um, as we continue on. Uh, they'll be added as part of our motorsports uh, portion of the show, mm-hmm. um, like we've done for a few other events, um, which I love because that's, uh, you know, we, we sometimes will comment on races that are happening you know, other parts of the country, out of Europe, happening solely in Japan, you know, but I think that's a beautiful thing is if we can get localized Nissan events like this. Yeah. I, I mean, there's no reason we wouldn't promote that. And uh, yeah. we're happy to do that. And, uh, but yeah, thank yeah. you to those guys for the shirts. Uh, we really appreciate the, uh, the assistance and uh, we can't wait to keep reporting on what the upcoming yeah. season is and, and the finalization of the season, which we're going to be talking about a little bit later in the show. Yes. Actually, I was going to ask you, how does your shirt fit? Um, Perfect. It is. Does it's it? like it was tailor fit for me, which really? is weird because I have a weird like body dimension. Like uh, uh, I have really long arms for fighting, but then I have a body of like grimace, <laughs> which is weird. It's like a it's more of like a teardrop yeah. shape. I, like a, I'm what you call a muffin top. Does a that muffin make sense? Top? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. I so when they when I was asked what size shirt I was I had a little bit of hubris in me when I said, oh, yeah, you know, extra large, should be fine. And it's true, it fits well, though, but I, uh, yeah. you know what, it does leave me with a goal to continue losing weight. I'm right at that point in my life with the, with my weight loss where people, could, they ask themselves, is he gaining weight or is he losing weight? I'm right in the middle. I'm like, uh, no, I'm, I'm, su- I'm in between suffering from whatever stomach flu keeps coming around. So I've those, been like, yeah. I've been gaining and losing according to my disease r- rating at the time so whatever stomach flu is i come in i drop like 15 and then uh then that's it and then i hit it hard at night with like uh you know like some shakes some blueberry pies it's hard to get back out to my my old fighting fat weight yeah. so uh it's, yeah you're not gaining weight you're cultivating mass that's what you're doing that's it yes, that's it i'm that's just trying to yeah. for the warmth so well, you the know, warmth hey, winter the winter winter yeah, is here you never yeah. know it could be the end um <laughs> I keep thinking it's like you see that right there it's like 
Yeah, I shave my armpits. It makes me aerodynamic when I fight. <laughs> that's from, uh, oh my God, that's from Pineapple Express. What a great line. Moving on oh, with yes, our lives. Yes. All right, we got a lot to cover in this episode. Um, we got some, we got some news that we're going to be hitting yeah. you. Now, um, that was the t-shirt uh, challenge that I wanted to kind of give a shout out to. As far as a catch-up, um, me, myself, you know, I'm, I'm in the garage, believe it or not, um, right now. I've been helping a few local folks out like I like to do paying it back by helping some folks out with their, their projects when I can. Um, And then, but I've made, I'm trying to dedicate time to solely do my own projects. And one is this Datsun um, 620 project that I've been putting off for six months, probably eight months. And um, we were stuffing a VG 30 DE into it. The frame, all the welding is completely done. um, But I, I had a plan to do POR 15 on the, on the, the frame, which is basically okay. you uh, paint over rust, but oh, you, ba- paint you basically paint over bare metal. But I, mm-hmm. in my great wisdom, decided to put self etching primer all over the, uh, all over the frame to keep down the, uh, to keep down the rust. Right. Okay. But the reality is the POR 15 and the etching primer are like street gangs. They hate each other. Um, oh. So they, now I have to go through and take off every inch oh. of self etching primer. Um, and it's hardcore stuff. Uh, once it bites, it bites pretty good. So now I'm like in the middle of taking stuff off blasting. So I have to, where I was done. Now I have to go back through and put another like 40 hours of grinding. And um I- yeah, didn't know sucks. that. Yeah. Uh, well, just a little factual note. If you're going to do POR 15, don't put self-etching primer because it's all going to flake off. Let it rust. I know it sounds weird, but apparently you have to let it rust. And uh, so I'm doing all my suspension pieces, all everything that's raw metal. Um, and the, the product's amazing. It's all about the prep. If you don't prep it right, you're going to screw yourself over. Anyway, that's what I'm doing sure. is I'm fixing my own um, my own mistakes that my smarter self made so, congratulations you played yourself i played myself yeah yeah and yeah, uh yeah. you know i know you got a project that you're going on you still got that right hand drive 300z exits down because you and i have been trying to tear these engines down uh yes. so we can build you a solid one right yes so i am planning for a really big road trip in the summer i'm still months and months away but this is all in the prep like you said everything is all in the prep and one thing is to get this engine swapped out with one that's uh, doesn't have a rod knock in it so amongst other things you want this thing properly sealed and tested right. and yeah so part of me thinking is if i'm taking this road trip i kind of feel and and i kind of feel that the uh the engine that spun a rod was partially due to lack of engine cooling so i want to add an engine oil cooler and i would think it's very very easy however with it being it right hand drive the oil filter is right next to the steering column for a right-hand drive vehicle. So now I'm, yeah, you I'm got having a lot this of, challenge. There's a lot of things competing for space um, at, in that area. Yeah, In that the, area. The VG30 only gives you that much space. Then you got a header. Then you got a steering rack um, that's kind of coming in yeah. there or a, uh, a yeah. steering arm. Yeah, so great. And with yeah. all these Black Friday specials, I'm trying to take advantage of them. However, I've just learned about this whole fitment issue or clearance issue. And so what I thought was being clever, and I did this today, I actually Angled went Angled sandwich the... plate. Angled sandwich plate. That might be your fix. So I'm going to look into it. I actually, I actually think also uh, if I use a different uh, angle of AN fitting going to the line instead of 90 degrees go with 45, 45. Or something like that yeah. it, it, similar a combination of what you said and also these fittings they make 
<laughs> Crazy oil lines. Uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, just do. Remember the two forty-fives equals a ninety, yeah. and then you add another one on top of that. I'm just joking. So I know it can be done though. But what I did do <laughs> is that I went to one of the uh, Australia 300 ZX forums. Oh uh, yeah, those guys are rocking the right hand. They're all right hand drive, right? Yeah, and I'm right sure they've. How do you? institute yeah that's probably the smart yeah so, so that's part boys. of my research right now so that's that's right. my fun for this week anyway i'm you could also reach out to some of the uk boys that stop in from time yes. to time um yeah they might be able to give you some insight on that so yeah kudos mm-hmm. well i hope it works out uh either way uh let me know and i'll uh, i'll fix the problem when you break it um so <laughs> let's <laughs> but yeah we'll get to it uh since you're not too far from me one of these days i'll come over and we'll do like a roadkill garage type of thing and we'll just tear into your engine so cool we'll i'll make uh lemonade and sugar cookies for you yeah no, no, just it's all like bland it? <laughs> I, it was like just so cucumber sandwiches like yeah, avocado man. toast like just like stuff that like i don't know hey, i'm not gonna comment on he's that, all like, you probably come... a lot of avocado toast podcasts out there and i don't want to get into a competition that's true man that's so, yeah let's yeah, not make uh, it weird <laughs> uh but yeah um let's uh let's do some crowd work if you will we got a lot of yes. people kind of chiming in diego petty uh he said i'm too tired to go to the garage that is not an excuse diego go out there and just look at stuff and um and just be surely disappointed with the fact you're not going to do anything at that time but you did something you made a plan planning the, is work just I'm- like doing nothing the, the thing I've heard a lot, and I, I kind of carry it with me, which it says, uh, an hour a day goes a long way, no matter what it is. So if you can do one hour of garage work. Yeah. Before there, you there's know a it. good buddy of mine that drops in on the show from time to time uh, named Arif. Um, Arif yeah. lives here locally in San Antonio. And he always says, you know, um, it, it goes, you, it, it's only going to get there if you put the time in. So he goes, it doesn't matter if you get out there an hour, two hours, three hours. You did something to move the ball. And he goes, and I always hear him screaming in my ear to get my ace out of bed and get, get there and go and do something, something to move the project along. Even if you, you move forward four hours and you, mm-hmm. you screwed up your frame like me and you got to, now you got to dedicate 16, but you learned from it. You shared the information yep. and do it all over again and do it the right way. So do that's it. the way it kind of goes. Um, Randall what? jumped in uh, Thanksgiving with your stepsister. All right. All right. He was talking about that in the beginning when we were talking about how how uh, Thanksgiving dinners can be, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, interesting. And so yeah, I think that was one yeah. of the situations. Yeah, it's always like it's I like think he's venting just a little. It's bit. like uh, like when warring tribes um, meet on neutral ground, like ho- holy ground, and they mm-hmm. just uh, just you know have a conversation. Yeah. You're sharing a meal, and that's it. And then you just partake, and hopefully no battles. It's kind of like Highlander. It, it reminds so, me of yeah. uh, Step Brothers when they finally hug at the end, but they don't know how to hug. You know, where they're, they're like yeah, in awkward. a matter of like punching each other, but trying not to. <laughs> just, you know? punch yeah. each other. I remember that. It's fine. Miss <laughs> um, Myers jumping in. Happy Thanksgiving, of course. Thank you as always, Miss Myers. We got to get her on the show one of these days. Uh, Baru, what's up? As always, thank my buddy, you my for boy. dropping yeah. in. Um, let's see here. Diego, he commented on POR 15. He goes, I did my S30 gas tank with POR 15 18 years ago. Great stuff. Um, that's where I got it from. I did a tank for a friend of mine years ago, and that tank is still rocking. No issues, no internal rust, especially with the garbage gas that we have here in the United States now with all the new 
additives that are now additives. causing all the problems with all, all, all these older Nissans and Datsuns. Um, you really kind of have to, I mean, I can't even stress now, knowing what I know now, gas tanks and gas tank um, maintenance and preparation is probably the the best thing I can tell anybody out there. Learn and just get through the suck aspect of learning how to drop your gas tanks, um, especially for those older cars, because the coatings aren't there internally on those gas tanks. The flake is there. The socks only going to catch so much. The filter is only going to catch so much. You've got injectors on that EFI. It's going to clog up all those little pins inside the carbs. Guess what? They're going to clog up. They get full of crap. It's going to destroy your bowls, all that kind of stuff. Best just to not get your bowls. gas tanks strong. Huh? Said not our bowls. Not our bowls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So, but I'm just saying it's one of those skill sets Learn to love it and learn to learn learn to get used to uh, the understanding the products that go into those. Just my two cents. And like I said, Diego, you only got an hour. Guess what? YouTube, baby. Learn how to uh, fall in love with gas. Right. Gas tank if, removals and uh, an additional work. Be uh, you know what I would give I would give this as a uh, asterisk in terms of work. If if you're not actually physically doing work for one hour, at the very least, do the get research. your education up there. Yes, yeah. YouTube, there. whatever it is, find somebody that you trust and. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Orlando, also an extra inch goes a long way. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm sure it's out of context. But. Yeah. We're in metric, sir. That's 25.4 millimeters. That's plenty, plenty. <laughs> Edgar Furman dropping in with us. Finally catching you guys live. We appreciate you joining up with us, Edgar. Thanks, um, Edgar, thanks for man. coming. Uh, let me see here. Orlando drove the 300X San Antonio and back. No issues. Thank God. Good job for you. It is boost weather right now. Yes, boost right. weather. So uh, boost away. <laughs> Have fun with it. Um, didn't get to see us. Yes, you didn't. But uh, we'll get together, man. Just give us a heads up like a week yeah. in advance. And me and Mike are pretty we, – we usually can break away from most stuff if we're not too bad. We we entertain folks that are kind of coming in and out of town. So if you are coming into town, um, let us know. You can come hang out with us or we can meet up, Um, you know, have some fun, go get into a little bit of trouble. Yeah. I think so. we said that in the past episode, too. Like, for those who pass through San Antonio, either for a night or a weekend, uh, give us a shout in advance. We have the uh, Nerds on Nerd package that we uh, yeah. charge for a very nominal fee. And, uh, not- <laughs> <laughs> we offer a tour. <laughs> All right. And bail money on that, on top of that. Uh, Haley with the last comment for the night. Boost weather equals no grip. Yeah, if you're parting like you are, yeah. Um, yeah. No yeah. grip. <laughs> <laughs> but I would definitely uh, agree with her 100%. Um, moving along, we've got a lot to kind of cover for uh, news. But before that, we've got to do our little um, our compi, especially now um, on yes. Thanksgiving. I want to give a – I'll go ahead and do the compi tonight, give a, a salute to those in the Nissan family whom we wish good health and to those who we may have lost. May we be reminded of them often. All right, man, guys. Join us if you got it. Compi, compi. Mm. We've got a lot of news going on. Um, we did want to give some shout outs to a birthday legend, Mike. Um, you actually have the story on this one. And uh, it is one of your favorite people in the world. Uh, go ahead. It's funny that you mentioned that too. Yes, because uh, not only am I a huge Nissan fan, but I was raised uh, on Ford, you might say. And of course, this man is also very, very influential with uh, Ford heritage. And we're talking about Peter Brock turning 86 years old. I'm going to share my screen on this. 
BRE founder Peter Brock, 86th birthday, just happened uh, just a little less than a week ago, or a little more than a week ago. He says, of course, everybody, thank you very much for the birthday wishes. Uh, what he did mention here uh, on this page is that uh, if there is anybody who is interested in donating uh, to a cause that he is passionate about, uh, maybe on his behalf or for his birthday, you might want to check this out. This is the University of California uh, Davis School of Veterinary Medicine. Uh, they're based out of Sacramento, California. Uh, what makes this... Uh, hospital uh, and veterinary veterinary uh so special to peter brock is that uh they saved the life of his uh of his dog here uh is that the shibu inu i'm not really good with dog breeds but i was thinking that's a doge coin dog right that's just <laughs> shibu is that right i don't know somebody's gonna shibu. check me on it let me know yeah. but i'm pretty i thought it was a shiba, shiba dog yeah yeah uh, either way uh what he does say, though, is that uh, this hospital has been very uh, uh, saved his dog's life, which means a lot to him and to uh, Mrs. Brock uh, as well. And um, uh, Mrs. Brock is actually a volunteer and a member uh, at the uh, at the hospital as a council uh, leadership council. So uh, what they say is that if you can, I'll, I'm going to paste the link in the comments right now so if you guys are interested in donating they're saying that any donation that you can make for peter brock's uh, birthday will go towards big ticket equipment purchases happening uh, for the hospital so again that's shared love this is all having to do with nissan and and uh one, one of, of our the, legends uh, one, one of, of the, yeah. the nissan legends you know out there and we always love to support uh, charities whenever we can um, so yeah, um, if you can give great, um, if not, you know, yeah. um, just spread the word. It's just as good. So yeah. Yes, sir. And again, a big happy birthday to Mr. Peter Brock. Um, we love to see him whenever we can catch up with him at a Z-Con or a, we should see him, uh, I believe at the next Z-Con, which will be we'll probably uh, see him in California summer. at Zika mentioned this, uh, this upcoming summer. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would think we will, cause that's kind of in his hood. So yeah, we'll have to check him out. For but sure, Moving along, we're going to move into Nissan news. Um, you know, there has been a lot of news. Me and Mike can be a little selective on what we want to choose here. Um, we've kind of dwindled this down because we really want to kind of talk in, at the meat of the show. Um, so we're going to dwindle this down to just a few uh, little Nissan snippets, if you will. Um, so we're going to keep this kind of short today. Um, now, in Nissan news, I did want to give a shout out to... Um, uh, Optima uh, for the Optima Street Challenge for those that hadn't been following it um, there was kind of a bit of an upset now um, for those that do not know the Optima Challenge um, and Mike do you have the page? Say it again? Oh uh, let me take the steering wheel I guess steering wheel. And, uh, and, I'll, uh, uh, and I'll share the Optima page but yeah recently there was an upset um, with the um, uh, within the Optima Street uh car invitational that uh, occurred this year. Um, it was actually the win of a Nissan, um, which um, is no easy task considering uh, some of the competition that happens uh, amongst that, uh, that challenge. Um, you know, for those that have uh, followed it over the years and um, you know, the, uh, this, in my opinion, the Optimus Street Challenge was really dominated by like pro street vehicles for the longest time. And okay. then it kind of had these like just, I don't know, ultimate supercars that were kind of killing it for a little while. Now, out of that, and the reason why we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about this was this um, Nissan that actually won the title um, for the first time. 
And the reason why, uh, this was actually a Nissan GTR for those that don't know. And the reason why we kind of wanted to take a look, talk about this was just the article itself. Now, we'll actually post this article on Facebook so you can read it in its entirety. But it kind of talks about the uh, the win of uh, the this one man in his Nissan GTR, uh, Mr. Bob Sobey. Now, the story with Mr. Bob Sobey, he's no, he didn't just walk in off the street and, and attempt to win this challenge. The level of competition is so high um, that he actually suffered from a series of losses in the GTR for number of years um, and really needed to fine tune in the GTR and his driving abilities um, to get him to the point where he was more competitive and the even and pretty much on an equal competitive level, and then basically squeaked by with a win um, at the end. I mean, it was just that level of competitiveness um, towards the end. Um, the last race, if you read the article, he actually suffered from a um, an oil leak that actually set him back in the morning. So he really didn't even place a, a, a competitive lap at that point. So he was kind of just winning right before the last round came up had this oil leak and then he went down and then so he just basically had only this last evening run uh, this afternoon lunch run if you will that was going to basically decide if he was going to win or not tied for the tied for scores i mean it it's practically a a, a made for tv movie and uh he he basically goes up and just squeaks by and uh and ends up winning um, and it's actually a really good article when you when you read it in its entirety, not just skim through it. Um, but uh, you can check out all the information on this about uh, Mr. Bob Sobey's win. Um, and actually, this is uh, a lot of this is available through MAV TV. Um, if you have a chance to check that out, I know I have a Samsung TV and I get that channel free. Oh. Um, but if you want to check that out, it's actually a TV series again through MAV TV. If you want to catch it, I believe there's links on YouTube. Um, we didn't find those, but again, you can check those out. If you're interested in this, the, the series for Optima, you can check out driveoptima.com for the 2023 season. Um, again, uh, as the article put it, uh, the target has now moved to Mr. Sobey's back and competitors throughout the series are already plotting on how they may take his crown in 2023 uh, is one of the last final notes. Um, I kind of like that, um, that, you know, it was a, an import that won it, but, you know, don't uh, fall in love with this guy taking it for next year, but we hope so. So um, we're actually going to do our best to try to reach out to Mr. Uh, Sobey and see if maybe we can get him on the on the show, he can talk about a little of uh, how stressful that season was for him to finally win, That's and, a uh, and a what story, it, man. Yeah, yeah man, and what it kind of took him to kind of get to that level. Because, you know, sometimes when you, when when that level of competition is like that, you know, those little tweaks, those little details, those little fine tuning, tuning for the track, you know, those are the things that are going to separate a, a winner from a competitor. So um, it'd be nice to kind of have on the show. We'll see if we can try to reach out to him and get him on for one of these, uh, these episodes, but yeah, um, the articles uh, will be up on our Facebook page if you want to check that out in its entirety, but again, kudos um, and congratulations to Mr. Sobey on his uh, 2022 championship. Nice. Awesome, man. Congratulations. We've got a, a few people online, too. Uh, I think uh, Haley is, is familiar with uh, Bob Sobey and his efforts, his team's efforts. So, of course, saying congratulations. And uh, she can attest that they've been working damn hard these past few years. Yeah. So it sounds yeah like and, much and, and the article kind of comments on that, but, you know, 
sometimes when when people comment on stuff like that, especially like journalists and people that actually follow that series hardcore, which I can tell this journalist does, mm-hmm. it um it like when they say, oh, you know, it was a competitive year for them. It's like they don't tell you about the heartbreak <laughs> and the you know the just the doom and the gloom the and PC the winds and the, the peaks and the valleys, you know, that go with that kind of stuff. And that really is racing. Um and uh and yeah and when you just kind of water it down like that it doesn't really do it justice but yeah um again um kudos to these guys for everything that they do and uh we wanted to make sure we gave them a little shout out and we recognize that but yeah we would love to hear a little bit more about um some of the trials and tribulations that they kind of had to go through for that so again kudos to them congratulations and uh thanks Haley, for the uh, for the shout out on that one so cool Cool. Uh, I've got the next episode, uh, next article here, guys, to share with you. I'm going to share my screen on this. You, I think you're going <laughs> to. Is that number one, Miles? This is number three. T- number three. Daddy's going deep. I got some catching up to do. Happy here. Thanksgiving, right, all right. y'all. All right, <laughs> let's go. Ooh. Article I have here is coming from Motor Authority. This article is saying that the Nissan CEO, Mr. Uchida-san, he is saying that the they are Nissan is definitely making a new platform for the R36 GTR. And so what they're saying here, a really good article, uh, not nothing in the way of renders or anything else. However, I will say that uh, a lot of people have come in out of uh, social media with their uh, renderings of what the next R, uh, what the next GTR might look like. At this point, it's all speculation, though. But they are cool. Uh, they're fun to look at, actually. But what this article is saying here that. Uh, uh, Uchida-san is saying that our goal is clear. The GTR has to be the quickest of its kind. It has to own the track, and it has to play the advanced technology game, uh, which is a very, very strong statement. Uh, it actually falls in line with exactly how I see GTR currently, as it has been very, very advanced, and it is a, a very intimidating vehicle uh, when you when you see it in competition. So. I think they've got the right vision for it. Uh, Nissan is saying that they are looking for a hybrid powertrain, but uh, they are not certain. It's not clear just yet. Uh, They said that electrification may be necessary to achieve Nissan's performance goals. However, uh, the decision also lies into what the customer's feedback that they receive and also emission standards uh, if they are going with a hybrid uh, as you remember miles in the past we've commented about how countries in europe and elsewhere have actually stopped selling the current model gtr because the emissions is uh, out of the regulation for that part of the country a part of the Ooh. world I should say. yeah Ooh. yeah so it, it it's a fine line <laughs> emission standards yeah. Yeah, save save the whales Ooh, I'm just but <laughs> hey i do apologize we need to save the whales yes. right, for those for those uh, whale people that happen to drop in on the podcast we're, we're totally about saving the whales. as there are many yeah but i'm gonna say save the gtrs too all right just throwing out there just as important that's just as important yeah. Now, what I did like about this article, though, and it made me think about it, is when they said they want to play the advanced technology game. And what I, the first thing I thought of when I heard that was uh, computer chips, and then I think chip shortage. So I think that there's no timeline on this, by the way. This is just a statement uh, that they say that their vision is clear, but there is no timeline. I would imagine, though, that that timeline will have to be 
hopefully after uh, we uh, pass this whole shortage uh, issue with uh, chips. It's still an issue. You know, we, we as we are uh, recovering uh, in many ways, uh, the supply chain, it still exists. Uh, in fact, Nissan, a few Nissan plants have been uh, reducing their production lately, uh, just as an example, though. So um, we'll see what happens in the future, though. Of course, we'll be sharing with you guys what new updates uh, come around, especially renders, uh, official renders, I should say. You know, there's a... You could spend an entire episode just looking at people's renderings, and they're fun to look at. But as as uh, we want to report the most accurate thing possible, so <laughs> we uh, do our until then it's there, just fun. There is a lot of fake news and trolling news out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the worst with the new Z. And uh, if you can go back yeah. and listen to some articles and watch the shows, and we just like, I mean, literally, we were sorting through dozens and dozens of. Um, articles when they were getting ready to drop the new z and it was just it was insane but so we're gonna let the dust settle a little bit as soon as we can get information confirm information from some of our sources we'll give you the best bad news or fake news that we can so we'll the, filter only the, the finest only the news. finest fake news will make it on this podcast and then from your uh, friends eventually we'll podcast, have yeah. real information we'll give that to you as soon as we know so <laughs> i always thought it was funny we always i think you may have said this early in the podcast which was like uh, with with the with our podcast, like you heard it here a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, come on, let's be realistic. We're good at what we do, but we're not always in like news media rooms and. and oh yeah, yeah, we're so, we're, we're not. We don't have those credentials, but uh, we do our come best. Come on, with a mustache like this, they ain't gonna let nobody. Know. It's it's just <laughs> come on. So, but you know what? Yes, we do our best and we do what we can for you guys. But uh, moving right along. Fresh off the Nissan news desk, I've got a new article for you, and uh, I did want to kind of show this to everybody. Uh, go ahead, Mike. The sure, uh, sure. the new Nissan Z actually um, made it to the finalist for the North American Car of the Year. Um, for those that are not aware of uh, what this kind of entails, they take a series of vehicles, and uh, those vehicles basically are scrutinized by 50 leading independent U.S. and Canadian automotive journalists, um, and they kind of peruse and figure out who's going to, you know, finish in, the, in those top numbers. But right now, one of the three finalists is the new Nissan Z. Um, the finalization of this, sh we should hear something around January. Um, they say around January 11th is their announcement. We'll hold them to the date. So we expect that exactly at 8 a.m. in the morning on uh, January the 11th. But we'll find, we'll definitely let you know what is the outcome. But I mean, to even be in the top ranking, it kind of says something. So um, kudos to everybody that worked on the project. Kudos to everybody at Nissan who had a hand in the new Z. But yeah, I, I love the fact that, it, uh, that it's uh, ranking in the top three. That's uh, just cool news. Heck yeah. I mean, of course, it's had a major, major uh, uh, articles and fan, uh, uh, a lot of anticipation this year, and it finally having been uh, production versions uh, released to dealerships and sold. You uh, know, just course, it yeah. took over SEMA. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, just, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, let's talk a little bit about thanks, if you will, here on Thanksgiving. Um, you know, let, you know, there's been this huge, massive chip shortage, not only with Nissan, not and also these huge growths uh, concerns that they've been battling over the last year to do everything that they've done. This entire shift and this entire, you know, unfortunately letting people go and then redeveloping areas so they can bring people back. And um, 
and then developing new lines of cars and unfortunately having to trim the fat on stuff that wasn't selling, you know, that's a lot for a manufacturer to do and a brand to do. So, you know, when people ask me like, you know, why are you so into the brand? I mean, cause there's a, so much movement. It's always chaotic in, it, on the outskirts of what's happening with Nissan. But at the same time, it's a brand that really pulls at like the underdog in me. I love yeah. the fact that we're always trying to do these, like we don't give a damn. We're going to do what we want to do. And I love that we do that as a brand and um, you know, f- to put out the Z in a standard when everybody else is putting out automatics, you know, to look at, <laughs> you know, everybody else is wanting to put out, you know, electronic uh, options, you know, Nissan's yes. like, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to give you twin turbos. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. That's like, it doesn't get it. You know, it, you have to understand the brand has that underdog. We are underdogs. We are not the cool kids. We are the goth kids you know, with our <laughs> hair to the side at the table. And that's what I love about the brand. I love the fact that like, I can see another person with a Nissan, like at a car show. And we're like, we just kind of, what's up? You know, like we just, it's a cool kid thing. And I I love that about it. We're never, we're never going to get the, you know, we're not supermodels. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're solid. uh, We're solid sevens. You know what I mean? We're solid sevens. (laughs) And I'm okay with being a seven. I I do like the fact, the idea that having a manual transmission in 2022 is considered innovative. How cool is that? Like that's, you're, 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 you're uh, trailblazing the way with the, (laughs) <laughs> with a six-speed manual transmission. This, this I, I agree. Of- yeah. So kudos to uh, to everybody that worked hard on that project for being getting the recognition for that. Uh, I'm huge. I'm assuming that's a huge deal, and especially getting that um, you know right before the uh, uh, the oncoming of Thanksgiving. I, I think you guys earned it. Um, so everybody that had an opportunity to work on that project. If you're listening again, thank you for all your hard work. I, I think we've said this a couple of times so far. Also, um, a big thanks to all the marketing folks that really put hours and hours of overtime and work and, and efforts to get it. Dan Pass and all his teams, uh, Casey Kilmer for driving the Z all over the damn country and, and showing it off at every damn event who didn't sleep most nights because he was driving from one event to the next event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kudos to all those guys out there um, that did all the hard work on that project. Um, it's obviously paying out at this point. So again, um, that's all I'm going to say on that one. Uh, but a big, uh, a big, I just want to give a little shout out. It's Thanksgiving, you know, daddy's three beers deep. I start loving everybody. You know, everybody love everybody. It's the way it kind of goes. Um, I did want to give a shout out to the chat. Um, Haley, um, said, uh, guess who PM'd, uh, Brian Vela and Bob Sobey. So I guess she PM'd him and let him know that we were talking Heck about yeah. it. So very, very cool. Yeah, hopefully they'll come on. Awesome. So. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Bert with the love. Yeah. Yes, Birdie. Yeah, we love you love too. Love you too, buddy. Uh, I've, I've been watching you on Facebook, Bert, and uh, it looks like you were uh, – he's hunkering down for his winter uh, events, and Bert just kind of works on his cube and, like, tricks that out. And, like, I love the nerddom of Bert. So, yeah, keep up your Facebook post, man. I love, I love looking at those and checking them out. Brian Vela jumped in on with Woo! us. Oh, what's up, man? What's Kudos. up, man? Thank you for being here. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks yeah. for being us, and thank you for uh, for letting Haley uh, drag you in on us. But uh, yeah, kudos, uh, kudos to you and your efforts oh, yeah. for the season. So yeah, congratulations. Yeah, 
<laughs> so um moving along with nissan news um that's about yeah. it that i've got you got one last one up you got one to go i've for? got one more this will be the final article for us uh in news uh segment anyway here this is sort of a uh the reason why i mentioned this is for the home for the holidays edition right that's what it seems like well guess who gets to come home today uh for thanksgiving uh let's go ahead and add to the stream here oh, oh man the uh Taylor, father and son, uh, the the father and son involved with the uh, Gozen uh, escape from Japan. Uh, the father was a Green Beret. I believe the son was as well. Uh, didn't know this about him, though. I knew that they were extradited and uh, housed at the detention house uh, in Japan uh, as early as March 2021. They were arrested in, uh, in May uh, the year before. However, their sentences, which were... Uh, uh, 20 months and 24 months. It, uh, the son, uh, Peter uh, Taylor, he's already home. He's home for the holidays. He's back in Massachusetts. And uh, the, the father, uh, Michael Taylor, has, I think, two months left. He's currently in Los Angeles detention house. But they will be, uh, I think the lawyer's fighting to get him home uh, before the end of the year. So um, the only reason I mention this too, because this seems like a uh, home for the holidays movie that hasn't been oh. made yet, you know. Yeah. So I was. It's thinking... a home for the holidays movie that probably shouldn't be made, right? Yeah. That's what it is. You know who doesn't care? <laughs> that guy doesn't. That care guy. Right that guy don't care. I pay them my money. Not anymore. They, well, they got me out it, in this flute case. And that's let me just tell you the end of that. Let me tell you what they say here too. Is that in the article they said oh, that you know if they if the if the courts think that they made riches off of this daring escape. Uh, according to uh, the um, uh, testimonies here, they said they uh, they denied they had benefited mon monetarily because the payments just covered expenses. I, mean, I don't know whether now I don't know if it's an I don't know. That's uh, I, maybe maybe, maybe they're didn't hardcore have Nissan fans and we're just giving them a whole lot of beef. I yeah. maybe they're like hardcore Dotson guys that were just like one guy's we're getting, we're getting him out. That one guy owns a uh, Nissan uh, NX2000. I'm, I'm joking. No, I was like, no <laughs> just way. Just the most obscure No Nissan. way. Like, just something completely weird. Just like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. something like, just totally odd. That'd be, well, it wouldn't be hilarious. But yeah, that'd be, now that is a made-for-TV movie that I would watch. But, yes, it would. Um, yeah. yeah, for those that don't know, we typically don't try to cover a lot of the golden stuff, but... It's been all over the news lately. Netflix is, has this new episode, a new series. If you want to check a documentary, out, documentary, yep, documentary, you can go and check that out. Um, goes in my life in a flute case. Um, you can check that out. I forgot what it's called, so therefore I had to make up a name. And, the curious um, case of Carlos Go and there you go. See, yes, yeah, yes. there you go. And it's you know it's a, a play on words. It's a case, the curious case. Oh, case, 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 snuck out in the case. I ah, didn't catch that, did you? I had to play so on words. I thought it was a Benjamin you. Button thing going on here or something like that. Uh, yeah. That makes no sense whatsoever. Jesus well, no, because the, the movie title. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Now it, now does. it does. Moving no. on. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, Ion's going, so when's the dramatic movie? I don't know. Who would play Go? Let's talk Ooh. about that. Mr. Roman Atkinson, uh, Mr. Bean. He's dead. No, he, no, he's not. Isn't he is dead? He, Mr. Bean's dead, right? I thought Mr. Bean died. No. I'm looking at All my right Brits. Now. All my Brits out there, confirm. I don't know. Rowan Atkinson. He can't oh, be. Okay. I'm going to let you look that up because this is he's a obviously British treasure. not knees on news. <laughs> he but who is, would play him? 
He's oh, age sixty-seven. Uh, I don't I'm see. Gonna any, say, uh... I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say somebody needs to play him. That's truly aggressive. I don't know. He won an Oscar for God's sake. Re- Who? Put some re- put some respect on the name. Put sir. some respect, <laughs> sir. It should be a sir for that. All right, <laughs> sir, um, Mr. Bean. Yeah, sir oh, Bean. Yeah. So yeah, uh, let's see here. Moving on. Rowan looks to be alive. All right. Ion said he's alive, so therefore he's alive. Okay. We'll leave it. Okay. Um, Haley Meyer said, "Did you guys talk about the GT4Z? Yes, we did. We talked about we it did. last uh, episode. They were it debuted at SEMA. Uh, yeah, debuted at SEMA, and it's two hundred and four billion yen. Um, <laughs> whatever that is. It's a but unobtainium. Yeah. Well, it's probably well, it may not be unobtainium for everybody." It, it pretty cool, but what was it? Two hundred thousand dollars? Two hundred fifty thousand, I think. Uh, Two thirty. And in yen, that's U.S. Yeah, yeah. Quadrillion, uh, zillion. There you go. That's what it is. It's zillion. It's one impressive zillion. car, though. I like the fact that you can get it from the dealership as is, and the body in white, and uh, all Just the go, goodies go attached. At it. Slap Plug some and play, stickers. man. Slap some stickers on it. Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. Uh, moving along, that takes care of everything for news. And uh, now we have to talk a little bit about motorsports. Um, so what Nissan's doing officially in the motorsports world. Um, now taking it off from there, we hit Formula E pretty hard here. Um, when it comes in, because it's such a huge sucker of motorsports budget for Nissan. Um, yeah. Mike, um, you follow everything Formula uh, E with Nissan. Tell them what they yeah. want. Cool. Actually, uh, I have two stories for you guys. I think you're going to like this one. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen again on this. Uh, the first one is, is that for anybody who has been on the Nissan Formula E team Facebook page, you may have gotten a notice last week that says that as of November 15th, the account will not be updated and that all interest and in news will be directed through the official Nissan Nismo uh, social media pages, uh, in this case, uh Facebook, I imagine also with Instagram and other uh, other outlets. So the Nissan Formula E team uh, is not that page is really uh, going to become obsolete. It's on its it's on its way. Uh, so uh, for those who are interested, definitely go and if you haven't already, join the uh, Nismo social media pages on your platform of choice. I guess you can say. Uh, that's the first story. Uh, also, I should actually, you know, what I need to tell you is that Nismo.com got a really nice refresh uh, front page, and you're looking at it right now, guys. Uh, here, uh, Miles, this makes our job a little, a little bit easier because you see this nice uh, front. You end? finally All got a page. Is... Yeah, check this out. You scrolled. That should down. be updated. Okay, from time got their time. mission. Boom! It literally says number one Formula E, number two Super GT. Which is what we cover, right? Oh, man. Click of a mouse. Boom. There we are, dude. So, uh, Nismo.com. For those who are interested, take a look. Uh, it's actually pretty pretty, pretty good. Like I said, our job got easier on that one. Uh, the second thing I want to share with you guys about Formula E. Of course, this has nothing had to do with, uh, I guess you could say, the team itself, aside from the website. Of course, the season is done for 2022. Uh, next season will start in January. Uh, so what is that? Uh, just under two months uh, from now, uh, season nine will start. However, there are going to be some major changes happening in Formula E. Uh, three in, uh, specifically, and uh, I, I, I actually really like them all. So that's good. I was going to tell you about them. First one is having uh, Formula E is going to introduce charging pit stops uh, amid this massive overhaul that they're having. So currently, 
pit stops are not a thing in Formula E. It hasn't been uh, for the last eight years. Um, what they're saying here now is that uh, there will be a pit stop which takes 30 seconds, and they have one of the most powerful uh, chargers that you can put onto an EV vehicle that will deliver 600 kilowatts. It's a 600 kilowatt charger delivering four kilowatt hours of charge in just 30 seconds. So a quick charge, basically. It's a quick charge for sure. And what this is supposed to do, this pit stop, is that it will, uh, if, if this trialing and this method is successful, it will replace the uh, attack mode. Um, oh, the if attack you, if you watch... Yeah, because the attack mode strips that you would drive over, they yes. would give you a little boost, of, you could a boost of juice, if you will, that you right. could use somewhere in the race. Kind of like, um, I hate to say it, you know, we've talked about this before. It was very uh, Mario Kartish. Video uh, gamey. You, yeah, yeah, video gamey. Um, so apparently that's going away. So there's no more super rumble strip uh, that's going to exist anymore. Now it's going to all happen in the pits, well, which, you know, is kind of nice because it kind of lines up with F1 and the chess match that kind strategy. of happens in the pits in the strategic aspect of it. Again, yes. I said chess match. Um, <laughs> you're more of a checkers guy. It's okay. Um, but yeah, you know, I will say, I, I will agree with you, actually. It's, um, you know, there is a lot more strategy that's going to be placed out in regards to that, you know, stopping into the pit, um, figuring out what, how much charge you can get in that, doing the quick math on that, and then realizing that you now have an attack mode that you can basically press button A and launch that sucker whenever you need to on the straightaways well, or whatever you're going to do. So, Well, I, I need to say two things. One is that this is still going to – the 2023 season is still what you might consider a trial season for mm -hmm. this particular uh, pit stop strategy or okay. uh, addition. It, in this article, they had given it an, an analogy similar to what F1 is doing with their sprint races. It's not all of the tracks – that are, are all of the venues that will have this uh, feature, but it, it is a trialing for this year. And if, if it is successful, then we will see it more or have it. So they're going to uh, trial it thing. or yes. like a first couple races and then see it's it, going to be all by year, if yeah. you will. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think, you know, of all the races they have, I think it's like 16 or so who knows, maybe, maybe four or five will actually have. This Can I ask feature. you a question? Is it going to be like the old rush games where you would hit a button, you would tap on the gas pedal twice <laughs> and you would just do the, <laughs> <laughs> you do the, the flip yeah, the, yeah, the, like, the flip okay, off yeah. the ramp right no Woo, we've thrown all the reality out on video games yeah. nowadays but, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no uh, very cool i i do like yeah. I, honestly i like this aspect it makes it, it and that was one of the things that that formula e was kind of battling the hokiness of it like people just weren't giving it the true nod of racing. And I, I think if we make it more competitive, more strategic, it, it begins to give, it, it lends credibility back to the race. And, and um, I, I personally think it brings up the interest. I, we've talked about this in the past. I hope that Netflix finally does something with formula E and just, and cause it's Netflix has, just brought up so much interest level in F1. I mean, yep. I cannot see if they do something with Formula E. Yep. The interest level kind of coming up in that. Um, well, I don't know. Cool. Well, uh, I, I got to say, though, too, uh, yes, uh, I think Formula E is, is on the rise. It has been. Um, I think that 
not only are we getting i have two more changes i need to share with you by the way but Ooh. what's also significant and of course we've said in the past here is that in season nine this 2023 season we're getting the third generation formula e-car uh-huh. and we're seeing uh essentially the formula's changed right so we get a, we get an ev car that is lighter it's it's uh it's lighter it's 25 percent faster uh, they have a higher top speed that is much it's getting a lot closer to f1 speeds uh we're I believe we're we're getting very close to that 200 mile an hour peak. The the real uh, constraint now that's going to be happening, and we're going to see this, I think, for the next for the upcoming year, is that these tracks that the Formula E uh, league have have been using, these cars are outgrowing the tracks. So we're gonna, I think, as a result of what's going to happen this next year, that in 2024, let's say, we're gonna see. I, I think we're gonna have to see some. Uh, more competitive tracks where overtaking is more available or longer straights because a lot of these tracks honestly are are street tracks and they are fun but uh again the cars are outgrowing its perform the tracks are outgrowing the car's performance at this point and it it could get into an area where the league is becoming more unsafe that's sort of something that that uh f1 improved on in the uh in the 90s uh even but um Getting into the other, the two other changes that I think are very, very interesting, and I, I, I like this uh, for the Formula E season. Second one is is that fan boost, something that we've promoted here in the past miles, is no longer going to be a thing. Uh, fan boost has been a feature where every team involved with Formula E encourages their fans to vote, essentially submit their vote uh, a, a few days before the race, and the team that gets the most votes gets an extra attack mode charge. It's. Uh, I think it's a very cool way to encourage participation. But I think after the last eight years of having to trial this thing, maybe it, it is uh, not as realistic. Uh, I do. I admire the the attempts, but uh, I think I, I like the fact that it's going away as well. Honestly, so uh, fan boost is going away, and the last change is going to be that these races will no longer be based on number of minutes. Uh, this entire time before, what would happen is the race would be 45 minutes plus one lap. That was the way that they uh, based these uh, these races. Not anymore. In the future here, it's going to be uh, lap-based uh, racing. So it is another step closer to most traditional races that you see, you know, on Sunday, you know, on the weekend. So uh, I think these moves these moves are are good for the for the league. And again, when you combine that with a car that's way more powerful, way more competitive, uh, we're going to see a really, really good 2023 season. So I'm actually really uh, excited for this. Uh, the season begins January 14th. And of course, Miles, we will be uh, recapping. Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, man, I want to say more so because of so many good things that are exciting things that are happening this next year. We're going to have to really, you know, give it a, as much as uh, everything that we've got. To do it. I'm down. Let me see here. Um, comments. <coughs> Ion chimed in. Netflix was supposed to release a Formula E documentary, Unplugged. Um, there was an article about it around this time last year, and I agree with him. I think we talked. We we shared the same article, but haven't seen anything come to fruition on it. I was gonna agree with him 100%. I think there is something out there. Um, hopefully, it's under the radar, and then we'll just see it drop. You know, out of the clear blue before the new season begins. I hope so. 
Um, I will drop the link on it um, as well. Uh, we'll go ahead and add that into the uh, the Facebook page. So if anybody wants to check that out, they're more than welcome. Um, I'm going to step back a little bit here. Um, Haley chiming again on the GT4Z. Um, she wanted to mention that um, what about the fact that she's of the GT4, she means, is set to race next year in the Pirelli GT4 American Series. Yeah, we mentioned, I think we kind of touched on it. Uh, we didn't hear a confirm on that, but we we definitely oh. uh, heard something about that uh, there was a potential for the Pirelli GT4 American Series to have the new Z in it. We, um, we didn't I hope know that. Yeah. That's uh, confirmed. I think we just like, t- bra- we, we speculated. On. We speculated. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I remember that. Word. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I hope to see it on it. I hope it dominates, uh, quite honestly. Um, but we'll see as it comes through. We will feed information. Haley, if you get information on it and we don't have that information, uh, feed us. Let us know. So that way we can figure out what's going on and know it's uh, be in the know. So we, uh, we always take information, spread it out for the masses. But yes, uh, we would love to see that. We're, we're kind of lined up with you. Confirmed, so she says. Confirmed. So Confirmed. All right, it's confirmed. Um, I hope we see some pictures. Uh, we'll have to start following their site and uh, see if we can get in line with them. See who's going to be, what teams are going to be competing, and we'll go from there. So sounds good. Yeah, we'll have very, to, we'll have to get more. Very into cool. So, <laughs> Ion says yes. All right. Um, now moving on from there. Um, you know, it's been we skipped a week here um and i didn't want to skip last week um solely for the fact that i was super excited that one of my teams dominated and destroyed a super Ooh. gt and i'm gonna tell you all about it um so and i'm gonna play some b-roll in the background mike uh while sure. uh while i talk about how amazing of this has kind of been now um, this is just some some footage out from the round five. But for those that aren't aware, uh, the Super GT actually finally ended round eight at Moteji. Um, just came to a completion on uh, the fifth and sixth of this month um, here in November. And I have to say, it's probably one of the craziest races um, I've ever seen, especially on, not only on the 300, but also on the 500 series. Um, you know, the Calsonic team, um, pulled it out, ended up taking the championship in the 500 class. Um, and, uh, it was a hell of a drive, you know, originally going into this, the points were kind of lined up to where I was thinking the crafts craft sport multiple Z was going to take it, you know? And then, um, in the race, the Calsonic Impul on the 500 series ended up coming in second place behind, uh, the, uh, an NSX, but in points, it put them right uh, right at the lead. So they ended up taking uh, first place in the series, and they became the champions um, for this year in the CalSonic Impulse Z. So again, a big shout out to those guys for racing just a hell of a race. Um, now, I do not want to understate that by the... Um, 300 class. Um, so the realized Nissan Mechanic Challenge GTR, um, which competed um, and won the year before last, um, they won the championship in 2020. In 2021, unfortunately, they did not take the full championship. Uh, they did very well, but they unfortunately did not win the championship. Um, and But they actually ended up taking the 300 series uh, this year. And uh, Mike, give me the steering wheel one more time. I was. Uh, this is actually 
taken straight from the Super GT page. And oh, really? I wanted a goot from the top. So this is obviously the press conference for the GT500 class where the Calsonic Impulse Z and then, of course, the 300. Now, I do want to read off a few quotes here from the two drivers. Um, we'll start with the 300 class first. Car number 56, again, the realized Nissan Mechanic Challenge GTR. Um, uh, Fujinami uh, basically said, hey, this is a really great um, that we'd won. Uh, we won the title in 2020, but lost it last year. It wasn't an easy task to get consecutive titles. And there was trouble again this year. Uh, they kept us from getting any series points, which I would agree that happened about uh, early in the series. So this is a, a real miracle. I knew that if we didn't give up hope at the end, we could still win the title. After we won the first round of the season, uh, the success weight uh, we had to carry was a real burden. But thanks to great efforts of the team and the people of Yokohama Tire, we were able to maintain our lead in the series points, and that got us this amazing result. I'm really so glad uh, for this all. And then uh, Olivaro basically said the same thing. He talked more about his experience on that race. He, he started off uh, driving the vehicle initially in the day and ran into a series of issues, uh, ran through some dirt on the track where he picked up on his tires, had to wait for the tires to get clean. And then um, also he got stuck behind a pace car. Um, that kind of set him back. So he did his <laughs> best. Honestly, he did a hell of a drive. If you go back and watch the series, um, and I've put the entire race, three hours on Facebook page, you can go back and watch it. And really, you know, he's kind of that unsung hero. Um, he really tried to, to keep the car competitive. And when he handed off to his teammate, um, who was uh, Fujinami, who finished it up, um, he really tried to give him the best car and the best opportunity and set him up for the win. And he did. Um, so again, uh, kudos to him in the 300 class um, for taking the, the, the championship. Something similar again happened with the um, in the 500 class with the Impulse Z. Again, these guys were fighting. It's so crazy. They were fighting for um, for the win, but they kind of just couldn't get out of second place. Um, they were always like a second or a second and tenths behind that NSX. They couldn't just get the speed to pass. But Baguette actually, again, um, had a full course yellow, had some issues with the safety car kind of intervening. And then they also pick up some garbage on the track uh, from some loose rubber. And um, he basically had to hand off the car as well um, for his teammate, uh, Hiramin, uh, to basically take it in and win on that second place. Again, finishing in the points. So, um, you know, again, a really hell of a drive. I did want to give a, a strong shout out to car number 10, uh, the Tanax GTR. Um, if you go back and watch the full race, that car fought one of the best defensive battles I've seen on a super GT race in a really long time. Um, there is a part where he's fighting off a, uh, NSX for probably three rounds. I want to say it's like, um, probably like lap 56. It's probably the last 10 rounds. Some of the best defensive driving I've ever seen from a driver, just yeah. passing light contact because it's super GT. <laughs> they did some light contact, but he wasn't able to kind of help, but he held that NSX back for a long time for three, maybe five laps from my memory. And then after that, um, they had a hurricane, uh, hurricane, if you will, that he also was fighting back and running defense on. Again, um, to me, just uh, 
you know, no, no takeaway from these, these champions that obviously won, but go back and watch the number 10 to Nax. Some, some awesome driving by the, that team, not to, uh, not to take away from them too, as well. So. Uh, wow. But yeah. Um, again, um, that is the, uh, the championship series, man. And, and it's, uh, it, it truly is, um, a hell of a race. Um, oh no. We're having some connection issues. Miles will check in with us in just a second here, though, too. I'm trying to think about Super GT Series, though. Uh, it is the end of the season. And uh, I believe you'll have the results here, too, for the uh, end of the season. Let me see if we are back on here. Oh, I'm trying to think whether... We'll see if we get him back on here. We are at Super GT. We've got one other series here, too, that we will uh, recap here. Oh, here he is. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, man. What the hell happened, man? I got so excited. I hit the leave studio button, and I was just like, I was like, fucking, I was like, oh, but the best part, even the best part, and, uh, and unfortunately, I got kicked out. My apologies. You're leaving me on the screen by myself like Garth from You're Wayne's World, like, you know? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, again, my apologies for that. That was not uh, intentional by any means if I uh, drop out again. You know, just finish the show on your own. What's the big deal, right? You know, it's not that big of a deal. But again, um, to pick out where I left off, uh, kudos to everybody at the Super GT. Um, I love this photo in the background. Uh, this is um, the uh, one of the CalSonic drivers who finished up the route. Just very emotional. Again, I, gift, I left the full race on the Facebook page. I would highly recommend going and just checking out, putting on your background while you're in the garage if you want to check out some stuff. Uh, but again, um, kudos to them uh you know i'm really proud uh of those guys pulling it out the z really dominated the gtr dominated this year you know I i'm super excited about what's going to be coming up next year uh, you had talked about some changes that are happening with uh formula e for next year um that there's also some changes that are going to be happening with uh, super gt potentially so mm -hmm. right now um the day after the final round at moteji um, mm -hmm. which was the 8th of this month, um, they were actually uh, testing out, tracks are testing out carbon neutral fuel that may be used for the upcoming 2023 season. Wow. Um, supposedly, the drivers are giving positive comments. I don't know if this is additional power or maybe consistent you know, fuel burn or things like that, but supposedly that may be something that may be part of next year, um, just uh, as a little asterisk if you will what next whatever it takes to keep internal combustion engines uh i'm, I'm pretty much going to be that ride or die I, that's the technology i grew up with and that's how i likes it damn it you know what i mean <laughs> just like <laughs> oh my god wow well, yeah, for, yeah. for all our australian brothers mike's killing the australian uh with the uh the coral the great coral reef on his oh. own <laughs> <laughs> hey speaking I, of uh, comments you're talking about comments here uh we we did get some comments from online while you're oh, away. We're yeah, thinking too many so. beers. I'm giving and thanks. Another one, Bertomatic does say here. Uh, did he spill, spill your beer on, your on my computer? Yeah. Well, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, it's rare that daddy gets uh, sideways for the holidays. But, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. We'll see. Uh, we got another uh, a little bit of time here. We'll see uh, how twisted we get. We still got – we're barely halfway through the show, so we still got a lot to go on. Um, now, yeah. I did want to kind of take a little bit of time. We talked about Formula E, Super GT. Um, you know, I did want to give a shout out to uh, the Nissan Challenge. Um, Mike, I know um, you've been really following it. Both of us have been following it. But yeah. uh, we wanted to talk about some of the uh, racing results from the Nissan Challenge. We do, uh, actually. So since we last spoke about it uh, last episode, there was been one round that took place. is on November 20th. This took place at the Chuckwalla Valley Raceway. This is uh, east of uh, Los Angeles. I, I want to say it's... It's in between Los Angeles and San Diego, just the further east, um, uh, eastern part of California, though. However, um, let me share my screen on this. I do. This is the itinerary. There is only one round left that'll happen on December 11th at Willow Springs International Raceway. Just by the way, though. Uh, however, I do have some results I want to share with you guys from the uh, the most recent uh, race. Now, again, this is all about us learning more and more as we kind of um, increase our base of knowledge about Nissan Challenge. So, so I did some research. Uh, last episode, I, I, I mentioned that the Nissan Challenge has four classes, uh, four racing classes, and it ranges from uh, class one being from modified uh, GTR R35s, and, and for those who wish to compete with them, essentially. So uh, class two is race uh, oriented cars allowing for aerodynamics. Class three is intended for mid-level non-turbo cars or stock turbo cars, and class four being your uh, low-powered non-turbo cars. So, of course, the best way to think about it is class one is some of your most unlimited, like race-oriented. Class four is more of your street-based uh, cars. So, essentially, anybody can compete if if they wish to. There is a class for you uh, on this, though. But uh, going down the line here, Class 1 had 17 entries. Uh, sorry, for for the season, there is seven. There are 17 entries. Uh, it says here that getting into... Uh, let's check it out right here. Uh, near the end, we have a first and second place. Uh, let's see here. Charles Park in his R35 gets first place, currently with 112 points for the season. Uh, Mike Zuniga in his Z34 uh, Nissan Z uh, is in second place with 19 points. It's a big spread, just under 100 points spread. So as you can tell here, and what we're seeing in this spreadsheet is that it's not that every driver attends every race. It, it's... It really comes down, I'm sure, to availability amongst a lot of things. I think you get this a lot with grassroots uh, series races, is that this is not a professional team. You know, people's got daily lives, full-time jobs that they're trying to fit in along with their passion. So uh, the points kind of reflect that, I think. Amongst other uh, issues that you could see happening, which is car breaks down, maybe you need more time to fix it in between races. Uh, a number of reasons, though. But uh, again, Class 1, uh, we've got Charles Park, Mike Zuniga and John uh, Stramotis, uh, first, second, third. Uh, they are running in GTRs and the Z34Z. Class two, uh, our top three, uh, in first place with 81 points for the season, Luke Liedemann and his Z33 Nissan 350Z. Nice. Sec second place with 50 points, uh, Tom... Uh, I'm just I'm gonna butcher names, man. I'm just gonna say come and call him Tom. <laughs> yeah, G35, G37, uh, racing in G37. Third place, 43 points. Michael, again, I'm just gonna not gonna butcher anything. Z34. Uh, again, these are just 
cars anybody can buy, you know, and just with enough passion and enough dedication, you can compete. There's a lot that goes into these, man, to dial it in and be competitive at this level. I don't know. And I know I know Charles pretty well. I've known him for many years and I know how competitive he is, being that he's also a suspension guru, if you will. um, I know he's you know, he's no uh, he's no stranger to being at the track for many, many years. And uh, uh, some of these other names I've seen come through the ranks years yeah. and years through, you know, um, racing series. So again, um, I would say if you're going to be stepping into this, you know, bring your A game. Um, it seems like everybody in this Nissan challenge is really kind of, at least at the top tier is shooting for the moon. And um, yeah, I don't know. That's why, and that's kind of why I thought this series demanded our attention because yeah. I really think this is one of those up and coming series. that's really going to get traction. And then next thing you know, it's really a big series event. I love the fact that it's, it's brand specific and it literally offers um, a platform for just about everybody to kind of put in. If you kind of go through the ranks for the last few years, you'll see S 13s that are kind of some of the S 13s. I've seen yes. some S series like two forty Zs that are kind of in there. Yep. Um, some, uh, obviously, we've seen uh, some R32s, R33s, R34s, all the Zs um, that have, we've kind of seen. But yeah, I mean, to me, that's pretty cool. And the fact that they're doing class standings, um, you know, they're breaking up into classes and going from there, depending on your level of how hardcore you want to get. Um, but honestly, man, I, I want to kind of make it out to a couple of these races. I, I really want to see more footage. I want to see more coverage. I want to I want to hear more input from some of these drivers and some of these um, event organizers. And we're really yeah. passionate about it. So if you are one of those folks that compete in that, or you want to talk about it or um, what you hope to gain in the next season or where you kind of are standing at in the current season, let us know. We want to know um, Edgar Furman. Yep. You go, Oh, Hey, that's us. Yeah. Love yeah. You, you know, we want to hear He's from the guy. You, man. We, we gotta, we'd we love to kind of have you on the show and kind of talk about this kind of stuff. It's passion. Yeah, we love we love it when people are passionate about, um, you know, some of the same things that we are. So we love that stuff. So yeah, we'd love to have you on, Edgar. We'll uh, we'll talk offline, see if we can get you on the show and kind of talk about it, just like uh, anybody else is that is out there uh, turning the corners. Just let us know. So absolutely. Um, Go ahead, this season has eight rounds. Of course, uh, we're near the last round happening December 11th again at, at Willow Springs. Uh, however, again, Mike Miles, as you were saying, that uh, getting into uh, uh, opportunities to see uh, one of these races in the future. Uh, hey, you know, we've got a few a few chances throughout the year. As you can tell, it's a year-round uh, league. Uh, you know, there was a summer break, but it is possible. Uh, by the way, Edgar, just to let you know, uh, since ZCon is actually going to be in the Los Angeles area in late July, if you are in the middle of arranging your 2023 season, maybe see if we can coordinate and get you guys in this, maybe the weekend before or after uh, yeah. our, uh, our ZCon. Yeah, that way we can uh, develop a little more fan base for you. Maybe, uh, maybe try to get a... You get a nice road trip out there to, to come see you guys yeah, race we'd love to yeah. help you promote or help you out and you know shit pit crew we've done that before <laughs> yeah, a number yeah. of number of times so uh but yeah uh, you know uh kudos to you best of luck 
We're sending yes, positive vibes your way. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear what you have to kind of uh, talk about for the series. And then again, um, a big kudos out to uh, the Nissan Challenge uh, team that puts this event together. It's no easy task to coordinate all this uh, year after year. So again, we want to make sure that we're sending them all the positive energy and support that we can every year. Um, we will continue to follow them and keep you updated as we go through there. Uh, go through the uh, the series and finishing it out this year and then of course continuing into next year um again thank you again thanksgiving we're giving thanks uh thanks to those guys for all their hard work this year um it's been a, a great event and we're uh we're we're happy that we're we're part of the the promotional team for that if you will um with making people aware of it so great yep yep all right, Miles, uh, that wraps up Motorsports Update, and now we get oh. into the fun, some some more fun stuff. Uh, uh, it's beer drinking time. All right. There you go. Take one. Take one for sure. So. I, I <laughs> had an idea. There was an article that popped up, and it brought up a really cool idea for me. Maybe we could talk about it for just a little bit, but um, I'll share my screen on this as well. You may have saw this, and for those of you online, you may have saw this as well. Uh, Jay Leno was discharged from the hospital. He had actually experienced severe burns from a gasoline fire in his garage. Of course, you might know Jay Leno's Garage, which is a series. Jay Leno, of course, is a comedian uh, and the host of The Tonight Show for many, many years. Yep. Kind of been the uh, the car guy, always with the same uniform, I guess you might say. Uh, he had a, uh accident with a gasoline fire. It was on one of his steam locomotive cars the ones that you know who know 1912 something or other uh very very unfortunate but this story and this experience that he had kind of brought up a topic to me which was uh garage horror stories so i thought maybe maybe me and you could <laughs> each tell a story that involves some sort of accident or perhaps an injury uh with our personal projects and what we want to do after this, and for you guys that are online with this, go ahead and start thinking about it. Type in the comments, and we want to share your stories uh, after afterwards. So Yeah, d uh, tell us about your most grotesque stories um, and why you're thankful to be alive here on Thanksgiving, I guess, is the, Good is, the is the weird gothic way that we'll kind of talk about this. Um, <laughs> but before we move on, I did want to go – we're going to do a little uh, two steps back to go one step forward. Um, okay. You know, give a shout-out. Um, Edgar said um, – we're planning on being at ZCon uh, next year. I'll definitely be at the track event with my Z32. Hell yes. Uh, thanks for the support. Not a big deal, man. We're happy to help you. Um, Haley, another congrats to Life Motorsports GTR. Yes, we've talked about that on the show before. Um, Sydney um, version won the Global Time Attack Finals at Buttonwillow. Yeah, nice. Mm. But uh, yes, that's a hell of a ride. Um, so uh, we've seen that a couple of times at Super Lab Battle, I think. Yeah. The life yeah, of motorsports, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we we records all those guys. I think yeah. I set a few records uh, somewhere along the line. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that thing. For that sure. thing's a beast. So yeah, yeah. kudos. Absolutely. Um, all right. So you asked uh, garage horror stories. Um, that or where, injury uh, stories. I know I've got where one you in mind. Party is where you want to. <laughs> you want to go. You want to go low to go high. I see. Not, what well. Doing. Not even that. I mean, and I shouldn't have said horror story, but you I want to talk I think about of... the time I lost a finger. I mean, I get it. All right, no big <laughs> right. deal. It's no. a big deal. So it's you know, not yeah, like I needed yeah. that finger. But and, and you know, and I feel for a guy like Jay because he is very, very passionate. And again, I, I've heard it in multiple interviews about the guy is that if you really want to connect with the guy, you talk about cars with him. He can he uh, just instantly can really 
connect with with anybody honestly but um i'm just glad he's okay uh this picture is hit, is here part of his recovery he had skin grafts for god's sakes uh you can see uh s- some of the areas his hand too and it's, it's a little crispy man so uh again being thankful i i'm glad he is safe though but uh i figured this would be a time for us to reflect on sometimes that maybe we uh garage safety with. so that right now what's funny is there's a guy listening to us live and he's like cranking away with no gloves on, no eye, and he's just like, and he's just stopping for a quick second. And he's, he's like, like oh. <laughs> because keep on. What are these guys going to teach me that I haven't already learned through scars and and stuff? But yeah, so we're yeah. we're going to get a little OSHA friendly here, and we're going to talk about a couple different things. We're, but we're going to scare you. We're going to do the blood on the highway thing, and that's a very dated <laughs> reference. <laughs> Um, not all a child of the nineties will know that reference blood on the highway was, uh, like was when you were getting driving ready to start, course. Yeah. When you were License. getting ready to learn how to drive, they showed you this, like they all show the you destruction the and death that you could do now that you've have this vehicle that can go out and kill people blood on the highway. And, um, so <laughs> yeah, that's, that it was, it's hilarious, but, um, you know, hilarious in reference, but the reality is, yeah, um, vehicles true. and everything that we do as working on cars and being behind these vehicles uh, can be um, can be a little dangerous. So we wanted to kind of talk a little bit that Mike, you obviously yeah. have some kind of a horror story because you thought of this whole topic. I drop do. It, drop your worst on these folks and send them uh, crying. Go ahead. Nah, it. It, it, again, this was maybe. How do I begin? Okay, so this this one that I think of is actually it was the best of times. What do you want to do here? Right, right. How do you want to start off your story? And that's how I. And I'll start off by saying everything was okay in the end. How about that? Let's just say that. But there was you can't go happy end and sell dark. Come on. No, it was it was one of those you don't things see Stephen where King telling you the end before he gets to the end. Come <laughs> we're on, gonna, let's go. We're gonna Tarantino it or whatever backwards. All right, whatever. we're gonna do it backwards. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right, hit me. Okay, so my issue was, um, I have this Datsun 620, and I uh, it's carbureted. Obviously, it's a 1979 uh, with the L20 uh, engine. Uh, it's been a while since I started it up, and I was telling myself, well, I need to crank this engine over. Let's keep things flowing even though i don't drive it every day and at that point it had been like a month i was like i need to get this thing going well you know with the car that's been sitting for that long again we're talking about gas um uh it just trying to get that carburetor flowing in general one of the things that you can do is you use starter fluid especially in carbureted engines you spray some starter fluid in the carburetor you get the thing going i was lazy and I told myself, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to move, remove the filter element. I'm just going to spray through it because it's only a spray. It's only one spray of starter fluid to get this carburetor kind of fired up. Go on. And so, uh, actually I, I was with Ion. Ion was with me. So he sprays, I'm cranking the car up. The car. So Ion's fault, really. No, it was at, at my, at my instruction, I guess you could say that, uh, I told him to. Anyway, what again, words to the wise, do not spray starter fluid on a cotton 
filter elements, any element whatsoever, take the filter off because as we were cranking this thing over, the engine backfires, a spark through the carburetor, catches the air filter on fire. Now, this is not a clean engine. It's got some miles on it. It's a little greasy. Uh, and so, anyway, some, the entire filter element... fuel soakage. Got it? Yes. The entire filter element caught fire. It was a... Uh, and oh, it, it was at night too, so you could see the flames. Oh shit! Like it, oh, damn! There goes our rating. God, there goes our rating. All the kids got to drop off now. Yeah, yeah. Getting All right. So what happened? So luckily for me, I had a fire hose, uh, water, garden hose, very, very close near me. This fire may have lasted. I reacted very, very fast in flip flops, mind you. I'm running around in slippery grass and flip-flops. Why are you hanging out with Ion with the flip-flops? I know. I had to fit in with Ion. You guys, you never wear damn shoes when we're working on car. Anyway, I'll explain to the chat and everybody listening here in just a few minutes. Please continue with your story of nonsense safety standards. Go ahead. As it was, though, I ran, turned on the water, gave the carburetor a a splash of water. A spritz of water. It took care of the situation. However, uh, again, once you're soaking water in the engine while you're at it. Well, that remains to be seen. I I gotta. I haven't started it. Water doesn't compress. So that's a whole other issue. It didn't run. The the car at that point, the engine was turned off. I turned the engine off. The fire is still there. Whoops! And I run over there, spray the the top of the engine. Now, once the smoke cleared, uh, I didn't see any damage per se. The, th- the cool thing about these old school engines, of course, there's not like a major, there's not even a wiring harness to, that runs this thing. So there was no electrical wire that, that was uh, burnt. Um, I think the worst case is I need to go ahead and replace the carburetor, which it needed anyway. That's probably why it wouldn't start in the first place. And uh, probably just do a refresh uh, on the fuel system in general, though. It, I It could have been worse. I'm just saying it could have been worse, but that was the fire is never good. And yeah. that was the only, that was the that was the only time that I've really encountered fire uh, with my vehicle. So that was my horror story. So besides you burning our friend alive, Ion, um, and giving him no eyebrows for a season, so he looks surprised. So um, you know, I will say this first off, and and I'm gonna point something out. I love you to death, but can I okay. just say that you were actually OSHA certified? Now I am. Um, <laughs> now I, I mean, not then, but yes. <laughs> so now you now now you know what's right and wrong. Now I know the difference between right and wrong. But well, yes, um, yeah. for those lesson learned, um, understand when you're spraying starting fuel, starting fluid and fuel, and there's air that's kind of pumping through, and it's open air A that spark. can back for, yes, that can reverse back pressure. Potentially, you're always going to have a concern before you start doing stuff with starting fluid and stuff like that. I personally like to always have a damp, like, towelette, like a towel. And it's just, I've ringed it out. It's been kind of drying and setting there. So when stuff comes through, I set it on top and I smother. You kill air. Yeah. You you kill fire. And that's the way it is. You don't want to start going and dumping sand, dumping water. But just... As a trick, if you're going to be, if you know you're going to be screwing around with a lot of starting issues, you know, you're going to try try to get stuff maybe dialed in with the carb. Just letting yeah. you know, a nice dap towel actually works really well for those type of scenarios. Let I, you know. So. Yeah. I, again, uh, 
just take off the air filter element for God's sake. Or you could take off the air filament so you don't just, saturate. No, no, no you need to do both. You have the damp rag. And have briquettes, but... if you will, for the yeah. fire to kind of move on to. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so that's mine. something to kind of think about. So that was your horror story? That that's was... the worst you've done? Dude, I fire... feel like you've done dumber stuff, but I'm going to No, I've done dumber pass. stuff. I've had an injury, uh, my ankle, with, it was a, a jack stand. I was lowering a subframe. On was it a Harbor a... Freight jack stand? No, no, it wasn't even the jack stand that was the issue, but I was lowering a uh, rear subframe on a 300ZX. Okay. Ooh, heavy. And something was caught, and so I decided, oh, I'm going to kick the jack stand, the, the footing of the jack stand. Not stand. I'm going to kick it, and then the whole assembly is going to come down on my my little getaway sticks. and then. Yeah, so so I, I did kind of crush my ankle, but, uh, you know, three days later, I was fine. It still clicks every once in a while, but, I mean, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So, Tiny Tim finished up his story, and uh, let's move on to the next Okay. Thing. Tiny Tim was a joke. I don't know if you got the reference. Hit a limp. All right, moving along. Sorry. Um, so, my horror story. You know, um, this was one of those situations where... Uh, and, and this is a Z32 specific, um, but it's it's it kind of can run through a di- couple different engines. So a hot trend for a while, and this is still kind of going on, is where people basically run open timing gears. Oh, um, for a lot of stuff. Look, so the VG runs on a on a belt driven system. Um, so a lot of people want to show it off when they get fancy belts, like a blue one or a red one. Those were hot for a minute. And so people would run these like open belt systems. And I was never a huge fan of that. Um, unless somebody asked me to do it, like helping them out with their engine, I would do it. But I just never really liked it because it, I mean, it, it was something that was moving so fast those gears are just like feed me, feed me, feed me. I'm gonna destroy your 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 digits. And I was working with somebody, and we were trying to dial in a timing on a VG30 um, DETT, a, a twin turbo 300DX engine. And somebody basically, you know, it's a low car. You're not really thinking about it. You have to put your hand kind of somewhere so you can reach into something, get your timing marks, kind of dig down in there. And what happened next is this guy basically had his uh, his hand on the valve cover and then he reached over and it was just enough for his thumb to kind of go into the uh, the timing gear and oh. it got munched in between everything. No. And it was it, um, luckily it didn't sever anything, but it 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 broke the thumb, but it didn't break it in just one spot. It broke it in like nine different pieces. Um, and apparently like they had to kind of go in and do all these crazy surgeries on just the guy's thumb. It could have been a lot worse. Could have been multiple digits, yes. but that is probably one of the, the, the roughest horror stories I've ever seen. Serpentine belts are bad enough to where they can catch something like your hair or your shirt and rip that stuff off. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you and I have seen some crazy stories where people like get anything that's moving, you know, you don't want to have lingering stuff kind of out there you know you don't want to have hair and ponytails you don't want to have um you know long t-shirts and stuff like that it's just it's going to take that stuff right off and um but in this particular case it it destroyed this young man's thumb and um to this day it's like kind of sideways and everything else on him but my suggestion is again for timing belts don't run open cover 
Um, yeah. If you can, you know, buy the clear stuff if it's available for you. Um, if you want the Gucci aspect of her, just, you know, do the viewing hole. Um, but, you know, you definitely want those things closed for safety aspects. And you don't also want to get rocks and stuff. And I just, I can go on and nerd out about this for a while. But again, um, if it's moving and, a, and it's moving at a, at a high, quick pace, don't put anything that you want protected in there. Don't stick your hands in there unless you need a day off. So that's all I'm going to say. Right. Good one. Yeah. Good one. I have never been a fan of keeping timing gear, not only from a safety perspective, but the safety of the engines, for God's sakes. It's just like people who run, who don't run an air filter or who run some, some sort of minimal, you know, performance part that just leads to increased um, vulnerability to damaging an engine, you know, and I, you know, also being an insurance adjuster, I see all kinds of crazy stuff where you get like critters that are without people don't have splash shields and they get critters. And, you know, a I've seen a tire tread make its way up into an engine bay because there's no splash shield and it went in there and it got caught up in the serpentine belt and it caused all kinds of havoc and destruction. So again, covers, splash shields, timing covers, I know it sounds silly. Anything that's moving at a high pace, high rate of pace, think about that. Same thing for drive shafts. Um, I've seen drive shafts where they're pole vaulting, uh, or they 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 rip up floor pans and destroy that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, you don't want to you don't want to miss your legs because you're running a one piece drive shaft where you had a two piece and you're not running a safety loop. Think about that kind of stuff. Um, so just something to kind of think about for the future. Again, we tell you this stuff because. We love you guys. We want to make sure that you're working on your car safe and being being out there, uh, being yes. safe while you're out there. Um, a couple of people did comment on here. Ion said, uh, like long hair near dinos. It is true. Um, you know, we're not going to talk too much about it, but there is a pretty epic story where um, someone did have long hair near a dino. And unfortunately, that dino wheel did um, uh, grab yeah. grab their it, hair or something. It was, to that it was an intake. Uh, a motor that blows air into the radiator because of course the car is stationary you again want a lot of not moving good. rotating machinery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so be, be safe out there Careful. um yeah you know also your environment something else to kind of think about harold wickman uh had a ponytail rolled over it with the creeper yes it i was in the, yeah this is actually mike we were talking about this last night uh yes, wrapped in the caster a garage haircut with a with a pair of lineman pliers while laying prone under a Z32. Why is it always going to be a Z32? It's killing people. <laughs> it that, literally is going to be the car that, that kills you. Now we know Harold. I'm going to mess with you, man. Is that is that why? You, let's let's call it what it is. Harold hasn't had a ponytail <laughs> since. Uh, uh, since Hulk Hogan was wrestling. All right, let's uh, let's just call it what it is. I'm just kidding, Harold. We know you. Just messing with you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Harold, and yes, I'm on my way. Uh, but, yeah, he's, yeah. but he's a hundred percent accurate. You know, you creeper. You know, I, and there's nothing wrong with long hair. You can have it. Obviously, I love my long hair up until recently, but you know, a cap. Hey, man, it goes a long way. Vision, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about things that we have around yeah, our own personal yeah. garages that keep people safe and, and stuff that we, as we move into this. Um, Edgar Furman said, I know a guy who got a piece a of his thumb. I know a guy. Legend has it. Uh, but I know a guy who's got a piece of his thumb pinched off setting the timing of his belt on a VG. 
Again with the 300ZX. What is going on with the 300ZX? It's the killer, the killer of dreams. <laughs> it's crazy. Years from now, we're all going to be at like a Z convention and be like, uh, yeah. It goes, yeah, I have a VG. Just, just, <laughs> just, just all these like, dudes missing digits and fingers. They were throwing gang signs. No, it's This is how it is. This is, yeah. all, this is how I hail a cab these days. So, uh, yes, but uh, very much true. You know, um, safety is a big deal. Um, so, uh, you know, we talk going into that, we wanted to talk about like things that me and Mike, me and Mike are actually big OSHA people at our jobs that we do and we always kind of talk about the dangers and kind of what we use in our garages and as we share garages he goes to mine i go to his we talk about things that we've learned over the years that really are have kind of saved us and especially as i get up in years i don't really screw around with stuff anymore uh, in this aspect but um and then other stuff too it's like i the other two, some of it's for safety, some of it's for comfort, but these are just some of the things that you might want to put in your list as we move into Black Friday, because we're going to be talking into Black Friday deals here in just yes. a few moments um, as we continue on with the night. So maybe yeah. as you're sitting at home in your garage drinking like, hey, maybe I want to add that to my Amazon, Amazon. Prime Black Friday or whatever it is. There but you go. These are some of the things that I have to have in my garage. Um, and me and Mike yes. talk about fire extinguisher. Believe it or not, they're cheap. They're about 20 bucks. Um, and I'll tell you what, um, it'll save your tail, especially if you've got family or anybody else in the car. Um, fires get out of control really quick. You don't think about it. And you really don't think about how much stuff that you have, which is flammable and uh, and can go up pretty quick. Um, houses, I, I mean, are pretty much can be tinder boxes depending on what you got around you. Think about that. Fire extinguishers are always nice to have on the wall just to pop out. I have one at each entrance so I can get in and out of. I have one in my garage uh, entrance, and then I have one on exit door on the side so I can get in and out, worst case, um, of my house. Just something to kind of think about. Yeah, I was looking through this as well. Like you said, they are very, very affordable between 20 and 30 bucks depending it on what worth size. your life guys it's not it's, worth your life get out yes. there and get them um those are great smoke detectors yeah. yeah if you want to but these are the things that help you get safe passage out of the house uh, you know out of the garage out of the yeah. unit a, a lot of these fire extinguishers by the way you can find and the way i searched for this it's just a typical google search though but you can literally type in like automotive grade since your automotive use Fire extinguisher. There is not an official grade specific for automotive, but from what I'm looking here is that a class C fire extinguisher is probably the most applicable to an automotive application. Just a heads up. So if you're looking for any type of them and they don't say automotive, look for a class C. Uh, anyway, go ahead, Miles. No, no, it's great. Uh, that's exactly what it is. I mean, <laughs> you know, you can find that stuff cheap. Um, wheel chocks, believe it or not. Um, I've had vehicles kind of roll out or we're testing vehicles like while they're driving and standard automatic, something goes into gear and then it's driving through a wall. It's a rarity, but it has happened. Also, I don't like vehicles that roll. You know, you go to work on people's houses and stuff's at an incline or stuff. 
wheel chocks. They're cheap. They're about five bucks a pop. They go I really overlooked. Like the, I really like the big fat boy ones yeah. um, that you can get at like um, Harbor Freight. They're like six dollars. You know, that's, that's something that I would have no problem buying. It's a piece of rubber. It's a big yeah. piece of rubber. You can't go wrong. It's, there ain't it's, nothing wrong it's with it. it. I love wheel chocks. And then I like to hook them up um, one on each one. And then I hook them to, I kind of do this like military thing where I hook them to a string. So mm. I can grab both at the same time and I just pull them out. Um, oh. They do that on like military aircraft. Military. So you can kind of pull the chucks out. But, but again, wheel chucks, they're cheap. They're great to have. Um, my two cents. I'm going to say, and oftentimes <clears throat> when you're using a wheel chuck, it's, it's typically where you're using an engine stand. And I do want to say that if you want to go, go get as robust as you can, the size and the strength of a, of a, of an engine, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, car stand, uh, uh, jack stand because you know, yes. Yeah. I've used chucks on stands. I've used them. Like if I'm pulling on an incline, which is super sketchy with like an engine hoist. I mean, I've pulled <laughs> engines that are like cars, like here, engine hoist is like, it's bad. I shouldn't be yeah. doing that, but guess what? We're this is all we have, and that's the, what we're gonna do. So wheel chucks have saved my ass more than once, so I highly recommend those. Um, again, if you can do your do all your fun stuff on level ground when at all possible, um, and that's just my two cents. My uh, now um, safety glasses. Um, I highly recommend safety glasses when you're cutting and chopping, grinding away. Um, I believe it or not, I like the face shields. Um, now that I've gotten older, um, I've actually had a piece of metal in my eye. And I don't want to tell you what it's like to get a piece of metal grinded out of your eye. Yeah. Um, it sucks. It's like you're underneath the table and you see somebody like drilling an eye, drilling into this like table that you're underneath and they have to just drill it. And, and that's it. It sucked. It was one of the most painful things I've ever had to do in concern to my eye and it got infected. It was crappy so again goggles 399 harbor freight or wherever it's going to save your ass we're giving um, you I, pearls here yeah we're giving you pearls of this wisdom is, yeah but i will say that uh, a little thing that people don't realize when they're grinding stuff out or chopping stuff is um hot metal it goes in believe it or not it goes into your flesh and then you'll have these like little black spots on your skin believe it or not that's actually hot metal that's burnt in your skin that's now rusting if you will face shields um they're super cheap too as well about six bucks yeah. um for the crap stuff if you want the full face just get the flip down almost like a little a welding sheet but if you're going to yeah. be grinding some hardcore stuff you know you're going to be out there for more than three four five minutes or that angle grinder that you think is cool to not run without the shield on it or you can't yo yep face shield ain't that big deal you know wear the long sleeve stuff i know it sounds dumb yeah. but you have everybody has a long sleeve shirt that they don't want to wear from that company picnic that you just don't want to rock. <laughs> Guess what? That now becomes your garage stuff. Get yourself some coveralls. Um, you can find them at Goodwill for like four or five bucks. Dude, yeah. hunt, hunt like you're a car guy or a car gal out there. Highly recommend. Um, on that with face masks, um, yeah. face masks with filters. I grind stuff, I paint stuff nowadays, and um, HEPA filters. Um, yeah. Believe it or not, are going to save your lungs more than anything else. I've grinded out so much stuff. And if I could go back and yell at my younger self when I was painting stuff, especially when I was painting like anything that I would mix, urethanes, um, anything where I was laying down clear or I was laying just shooting engine bays where it was like a single stage even. 
um, that's still chemicals that are in the air that I inhaled because I just used the little COVID paper mask because I thought yeah. I was going to off. But guess what? The reality is I should have been rocking the HEPA filter at a minimum. Um, if not, get either the hardcore stuff. But those are really cheap. I, I see them. There's, they're on Amazon this week. And I'm pretty sure Amazon or Siri is listening to me because it keeps telling me that I need to buy these for $23 <laughs> um, on Amazon this week because they're a lightning deal. So, again, yeah, yeah. get on there. Um, that's something else. If, you, if you're going to be stepping into your next level, and make sure you got your, your uh, garage spaces aerated. Again, do that stuff on your own if you can. Save yourself the money. Um, I'll go to this next one. Next Here, the next one is all you because you're the deafest person that <laughs> well, I know. And the cool part about it is that I'm not doing it to protect my hearing. I'm trying to salvage what's left. That's yeah. the that's the cool that's the reason why I wear them. But yes, hearing protection is a critical one, especially if you're around something. Uh, I believe a certain decibel point. You know, let's just say it, you know when loud is loud. Let's just say it. If it's loud. You get, uh, they have the earmuffs, kind of what I'm wearing right now. The reason why I'm wearing this style of headset is because my hearing is screwed from years and years of garage time without the right hearing uh, uh, protection. So uh, hearing is, is a big one. Uh, you know when you need them. Let's just be honest. And it's cheap. That, again, Harbor Freight has some any, of the, And the rule is anything over a lawnmower? Get yourself some headphones. They're cheap. Again, Harbor Freight. Yeah. Sell some garbage ones that still do the job. Plugs even if you and, want to go that route. You know, And that's the cool part too about especially with like safety glasses and not only – and hearing protection is that not only are they cheap, but it enables you to just buy multiples. To just, just buy a bunch just throw of five. Just yeah. throw them in a box. And so whenever and you need them – your buddies. If they come over to the garage, new. I have like five pairs of glasses yes. on the wall. Why do I want my buddies to get something caught in their eye while they're partying at my house when yeah. they should be if over you're... working on cars, helping me out? I should be protecting them too as well. Glasses, buy yourself four or five. Um, ear protection, you can buy the little plugs if, you, if you're if you balling on a budget. But yeah. if you want to get the good stuff, just buy the, the, the $5 whatever covers. Yeah. And then from there, you know, excel your, your safety standards as you get older and more adult and then yeah. kind of go from there. So I've got a picture for this next one too, Miles. Uh, I may have showed you this yesterday. Uh, and I'm going to call somebody out here. Uh, now, this is not <laughs> surprisingly not uh, ION, but this is an ION. I see a, I see well. a welder. Yeah, I see a, okay. I see a, I, I see an exhaust right. that looks like it's going to be welded okay. and grinded, prepped, and then I see uh, somebody in flip flops. Yes, this is my my brother who helped me out. I, I love him to death. I had a white pipe where I needed to do some welding, and so we were doing the welding work, no problem. Got the welding dude, but of course, just just I give him so. I mean, I, I at the same time I'm thanking him for his. Uh, his resources and his skill set but i'm like dude wear some damn stand wear, wear some closed toed shoes at least they don't have to be steel toes although steel toes would be optimal no matter where you're at in an automotive setting but just closed toed shoes especially when you got again how you said uh the sparks that come off uh, they will embed themselves in skin and, and be harmful yeah it's those. hot metal so, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna go right through your soft little <laughs> buttermilk skin guys out there guess what that stuff's going in your skin that's staying with you until the end so yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't want to be old and like stuck with metal in it because guess what? It like it starts to rot out, and then you got these like spots in your skin and your arms. That's all metal rusting out, homes. So guess what? Protect yourselves, man. We ain't telling you this stuff because we're uh, 
we like to tell you it and we're just trying to protect you again we're giving thanks <laughs> for giving kudos back um yes um sandals where's proper footwear um invest in i don't know the van slip-ons uh, ion i'm looking at you captain flip-flops um you know you i don't think i've ever seen that man in a real pair of shoes but guess what he doesn't like his toes i think it was only like a wedding or a funeral that i saw him in, in not flip-flops it's true he two. wore yeah i saw him in shoes at my wedding and that was <laughs> well, the last time i saw that dude in shoes and, and you should like, saw a look on his face he was not happy he was not happy so yeah, yeah. um all right moving along now, I, here i do want to say we're one about thing halfway here too. through this oh go ahead oh sorry this is the last one honestly for for this segment but this was a motto that i had used uh, in a former uh, position i was at a former company and the motto was the right tool for the right job uh you, you know when you, again it's one of these common sense things is that you know when you don't have the right tool when you're trying to do something and that can backfire when you're trying to break to a pivot ball with the with the i don't know like a pry bar and a hammer and a torch and uh and not wearing any glasses you're laying underneath that sucker it's probably two oh, yeah. in the morning little to no light yeah guess what that's a that's a recipe well, for disaster that's like when you need a hammer and then you end up using like a crescent wrench instead for a hammer yeah, like don't do good. that that's what i mean yeah. the right tool it's a for good the right stabbing job. option right there yeah something like that yes nope. yes yes anyway but yes. think about it like that i mean for my years of turning wrenches and and stabbing myself burning myself impaling myself on whatever i'm going to be just it's a very you know working on cars is a very dangerous thing from time to time but if you take those little corners believe it or not it's going to save you again um and uh you know on that note that's pretty much everything we're going to talk about in regards to safety um you know uh i think that's pretty much it you know when it comes to safety stuff and horror stories yes that mike want to bring out that was this like a little public service announcement. That was a little pre-filler for Black Friday. That gives you an opportunity. Hey, what do you need? You know, do you necessarily need to buy that particular thing? Maybe you should throw a few bucks towards uh, safety. You know, maybe, yeah. um, hey, I'm going to spend twenty dollars this paycheck on safety stuff, and like slowly building up your safety stuff is just as important as building up your tools or building up your parts list. So just kind of something to kind of keep out there. Now yeah. we're going to talk yes. about the fun stuff. The traditional again. I was thinking about this. What is a good old American tra- American tradition these days? Uh, uh, fighting people to death at a retail store for a t- for an object you want that they ding, want ding, to ding, as ding, well. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, it's it's all commercialism. About consumerism. Buying stuff. Buying ah, stuff. Yes. Oh man, <sighs> beating people up to buy stuff first. Yes. Uh, don't you gotta love that? You know the beautiful thing about car guys is we can step away from that and just say. I'm not going to kill somebody else for, you know, for the turbo system that I want. Guess what? I'm going to be a connoisseur. I'm going to order it online. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the Black Friday deals um, that have kind of come across our desk over the last few days. Um, and some sponsors and friends of the show um, that we want to kind of give a little shout out to that are having some amazing deals this week uh we figured we would let you know so uh for everybody out there that is looking to spend some dollars um now is the time to write down uh because we're gonna let you know about some deals that are kind of coming your way for the black fridays um first on the list uh z1 motorsports um you know those guys have obviously been the titan of industry if you will uh for the nissan world um mike Uh. you uh you've got this one go ahead I do. I, I got this as an email, and I want to share this with you guys here so that uh, 
Z1Motorsports.com, and you can also go to Z1 Off Road uh, if you do if you are a owner of a uh, Frontier See? Titan, yeah. etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, their Black their Black Fridays have been known to be epic for nearly I want to say over a decade at this point. Uh, I do know that the team at Z1, you know, after they're done eating turkey with the family, they're spending a uh, part of Thursday nights and or definitely all of Friday in the warehouse fulfilling orders as a team. It is kind of like uh, order fulfillment on steroids. Their whole goal is to get you this order to your front door as soon as possible, especially for Black Friday. So uh, they are promoting a bunch of items that are uh, on special. I can't get into all of them in di- uh, specifically, but I can tell you a, a few things. Uh, the first one is that site-wide with the code LUCKY7, 7% off anything that's currently online. Uh, that's that's always a perk. Uh, they recently also lowered their prices on some OEM parts. A lot of OEM parts. Their entire OEM catalog has been uh, lowered in general. So on top of that happening just recently, you're getting an, an extra 7% off uh, site-wide uh, with the code LUCKY7. Now they are saying here up to 50% off items uh, uh, on special. Uh, you can see here, of course, clutch kits, 175 off, 20% off uh, catch can systems, 33% off uh, uh, shift knobs. You've got spacers, 20% off. Let's see what the biggest one is here. I see 250, 200, 275. Let's go with this one. $200 off uh, Z1 differential upgrades. And I saw $250 off select Z1 exhaust kits and Y pipes. So that is uh, huge. That's good numbers. Uh, this is part of this is le- easily their biggest sale of the year. Let's just call it that. Uh, so if you are looking for anything from a 1990 to current Z car, this also includes uh, the uh, Infinity uh, G35, G37, and Q cars, uh, Z1 Motorsports, and then also Z1 Off-Road has their specials. Yep. Um, now, next on the list, and Mike, you can bring up the page, uh, Soho Motorsports, uh, which we've talked about once or twice. Um, they actually have a, a up to 10% sale available. Um, they carry quite a bit in regards to, um, I, I think, exhaust systems, turbo kits, uh, sure, for the most part, sure. and some additional accessories. Um, but you can check them out. Um, they actually have a, a code this week for SMF10 uh, is yep. their uh, code uh, to save up to 10% uh, during the Black Friday opportunity. So, By the way, just to let you know, Soho Motorsports just released, uh, just today, they released their single turbo kit for the 350Z with the DE engine. Uh, I don't believe this is their version 2. I for think. the VQ? New product offering. Yes, coming out. That just came out today. So I believe uh, uh, this V-Qua? may be part of the promotions that they're having. Oh, what do you say? Good job. For the VQA? VQA, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now, um, our good friends over at Skillard are also offering some <clears throat> hefty discounts. Uh, we love those guys. They come up with some pretty innovative products. Um, they're actually offering a 15% um, savings um, through their page uh, for Black Friday. Um, you can check out their code uh, HOLIDAY15. Um, that reminds me, i got to buy some stuff from those guys. Those guys are just dominating. And if you were a 280ZX guy, you have... No excuse not to go to that page um, if you're into that. If you're not OE, if you're an OEM guy, great, get it. But if you're trying to mod your stuff, 
Yeah. Go buy Skillard and go check it out because they're having some great deals this week for some really cool new innovative product that just came out. I'm going to say this, uh, and let me know if you agree or disagree on this, Miles. Uh, Skillard, Skillard is making the 280ZX popular again. Yeah, we've talked about this before. <laughs> where we said, well, it's making you're making the 280ZX cool again. You know, as far as uh, in. I don't know. I shouldn't say cool again because some not people even, are like, it was always cool. No, but, well, I've heard, I remember reading articles saying would, that the car was dated say, once it left the factory, too. Bring, <laughs> I would say you're uh, reinvigorating the opportunity for modification on the 280ZX. That's yes. how I'm going to sell that. So, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, honestly, I've seen some of the stuff that uh, Skillard's done with the 280ZX, and I'm like, Maybe I ran on my pony. <laughs> but yeah, they they definitely do are, are doing some cool stuff. So some uh, keep on the lookout. Again, fifty percent savings. Uh, holiday fifteen uh, through Skillard right now. I want to do this next one, Miles. Uh, this one I think is <coughs> it's it, it's a very very generous uh, promotion that this next company has, and I'm talking about SPL parts, oh, of course, suspension Amazing. parts. Now, if you read here, of course, online, it says Black Friday, 20% off all SPL parts. This discount is applied automatically in the cart. And, nice. and when you look at, first of all, we know that SPL parts, uh, their catalog in general is, it's the top of the line. If you're looking for the choice. The best parts, suspension that you can possibly buy is through SPL. Yes. Like if you're truly looking for the hardcore stuff, it doesn't get any better than SPL. I this is pretty much all I run. Um, there's nothing against anybody else's stuff that's out there, but I can tell you right now, when you have a company that makes version one and then they come out with another version two and they say, Hey, you know what? We came out with a new version. We're going to buy back your old stuff. Who the hell does that? You know what yeah. I mean? So there's, yeah. you know, that tells you that level uh, of where they operate and excellence. Yeah. So me personally, this is pretty much all I, uh, all I purchase for my own personal cars when it's not like a street car and I want to take that vehicle to the next level, or I really want to kind of get the best option that's out there. Yeah. I hate to say it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a fanboy. I'm a little biased. I do buy a lot of SPL stuff and yeah. I have to say it's one of the best companies out there for suspension. Nothing against anybody else that's out there. Yeah. I just, I highly recommend the SPL stuff because I've never had a problem with yeah. it. And yeah calling into their customer service lines and calling in with a problem. They are some of the best um, tech guys to give me yeah. feedback on some of their products yeah. that, uh, that are in the business. I want to give you an example though, two miles though. Again, they're saying this is site-wide 20% off. Mm -hmm. It seems to be, uh, I don't see any exclusions in this, so it can be anything. And just to run a little example here, I did this earlier. I'll give you an example, this certain component, it's not a Z part, but however, let's just go pretend it is. Essentially, $2,100 for this particular part. When you click on it, add to cart. I'm going to add it to cart here. And I go to that cart. Let's see here. I've got to take out something here. Uh, oh, man. I got yeah, to go see. ahead and put your account information in there for everybody. Yeah, to yeah. See. Well, right. right what, my, my credit card information and everything. What's the worst that could happen? You know? Like... <laughs> here. No here safety statements. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. You're balling out of control. No. Buy one for me too, homie. You well, can buy nine. Well, you were to... just flipping all over the place. You're like an old person, just all the first I feel time bad. on the internet. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remove a part, but anyway. Either way, if you look at it here, twenty one hundred dollars essentially was the uh, item price 
automatically taken down to sixteen hundred dollars. That's a pretty hefty. That's nearly four hundred dollars. It's that's a lot of money. That is. I got to tell you, I already bought tension rods this morning. Like as soon as I got the email this morning, I already bought tension rods for for a car that I needed. So yeah, I you know. I wait for Black Friday with the SPL stuff because I literally budget like the last three months before Black Friday comes up because I already know what I'm going to buy. But again, um, take advantage of the deals, um, not to mention uh, the tech guys and um, the opportunities to uh, just get the best stuff that you can out there. So again, I highly recommend the SPL stuff if you get an opportunity to check them out. Um, Good discounts this week. Um, And uh, like I said, they're manning the phones. They're manning the website. So if you need something and you have questions, hit them up. So for sure, for sure. Uh, the last two miles, uh, I'll talk about this one, I guess, here. First one is Apex Engineered. Now, they do <coughs> some other suspension work, more or less of a resto mod type of work, uh, fabrication uh, in general. These guys are though, going, they're swinging for the fences. They're, they're doing growing. some pretty cool stuff as of yes. late. And yeah, it's all made the... in house. It's all great stuff. Yes. If you look at their Instagram pages, they're always welding, they're always powder coating stuff in house. Um, and it's pretty innovative stuff. Like they're, yeah. they're putting in a lot of um, um, uh, geometrical thought process or suspension thought process in, in the products that they're putting out. Yeah. I love some of their bracing um, that they've put out as of late. Um, yeah. Some like cool cross members that just reinvent um, the suspension uh, opportunities for that vehicle. So um, yeah. I'll let you continue. My apologies. For sure. Uh, it seems like a lot of their specialty is the older Datsuns. You might say oh, yeah. first-gen or second-gen uh, Datsun Z cars. Uh, but if you are interested in some, uh, you might say, retro-mod-style parts for your first or second-generation Z car, uh, go to Apex Engineered. Apex Rocks is the uh, code at checkout. It is a Black, Black Friday special. Friday. Yeah. Uh, it does not say specifically what the discount is, but there is one. I can say that much. By the way, we gotta say this, Miles. We say this as as automotive fans. We are not paid to say this. This is not. Nah, these are just nah. and and we don't really radar. officially have any sponsors or anything. We just promote these folks because we've had their stuff. We we we've we've never either we've broken it and they've told us and they've sent us an opportunity to fix it or they've innovated their products or um, we've installed it for somebody else and been like, okay, nice. You know, I yeah. like the way it came. I came with instructions or it just individually was bagged. It came with professionality. And that's usually when we say it, if you reach out to us too, if you have an up and coming business um, and you want to kind of talk about our products, let us know if it, cuts our if it meets our standards we'll, we'll definitely kind of talk about it and uh we'll uh, we'll add you to it again there is no financial gain for us whatsoever other than t-shirts from time to time <laughs> um but we we don't really gain anything off of this stuff we just want to try to put the best product out there for the community plus if it's also a community-based um uh, business we promote that um, we're, we're very big into that. If these folks came out of the forums or they came out of, um, the groups that are solely supporting the Nissan community, guess what? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're here for you. That's exactly what this platform is here for. But again, uh, apex engineering, I, I've been nothing but impressed with a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Apex rocks for their black Friday code. Um, I'm really liking a lot of their Z 31 stuff and their, uh, their, again, their 280 ZX stuff, especially their differential mounts, uh, that they've been yeah. p- pumping out as of late. I really like that stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I got one more for you, Miles. I forgot to share it with you. I just got it as an email just today. 
Uh, we're talking about Z-Spec design. Of course, their nice. specialty is in the uh, engine fasteners, uh, engine dress-up kits. They're saying here that they're Man, black. Man, T-top, uh, the T-top plastic. Some of the plastics. Uh, the the yeah. Z32 center din. I have that. I just got it. It's actually somewhere around her. And um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I bought a cheapy one off of eBay before I bought the Z-Spec one. And yeah. I went to install it. Night and day difference. The, am the amount of detail work that Z-Spec puts into like the fit on some of their stuff. Yeah. Is up there. Um, you know, I mean, some of the fasteners, if that's your cup of tea, great. But some of the, the detail work on, on some of the interior stuff is really, is really top notch. I, I highly recommend that stuff. So. I, I should mention that you, you're absolutely right though. You know, I initially was thinking fasteners, <laughs> but it couldn't, they're getting into the restoration business and a lot of these older cars, how you said, and, uh, retrofitting a tasteful retrofit. I said these bezels. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, yeah. New head units uh, and, and whatnot. This this good quality parts here. So uh, yeah, I mean, look at that right now. All the knobs and the plastic stuff. They're all the stuff yes. that breaks on you and your brakes in your hand while you're driving your car. You're like, God damn it! Um, they're yes. starting to do that for you. Um, just like that. You know, case in yep. point. So again, uh, Chris Carr, who actually owns the site, he's he, you know he's a car guy. He knows what's up. And uh, they've been doing some really, really tasteful stuff as of late. So, again, I highly recommend uh, checking out the site. They're offering a pretty um, pretty fat discount right now. So, if you yeah. want to go check that out. 40% uh, so. off again. Uh, that's uh, zspecdesign.com. Yeah, and their stuff's always cost-effective. It's not really ever really overly expensive. I always thought it's very cost-effective. Um, Harold chimed in here. He said, hey, by the way, uh, ZCCA merchandise at the store is 10% off this week. Um, yeah, let us know if we need a code for that or if we can just go through the ZCA website. That's a nice I'm sure... uh, stocking stuffer, you might say. Yeah, I mean, for car nerds like ourselves, I mean, all I wear is Nissan. It's sad. Like, if any of you die, I'm going to go to your <laughs> funeral and I'm just going to be wearing Nissan stuff. I'm just going to let I, you know that I, is how, if Mike dies, it's yeah. going to be no. like all black Nissan hoodie, Nissan yeah. black hat. I, uh, and that's just it. I, know, I, that's it. Knowing you the way I know you, and this is a little bit morbid, but you were talking about funerals for a second, though. I know that if anything were to happen, and oh. you you might as well write this in your will that a you Nissan want every... coffin. No, I'm not even talking about that. I want all your fan, all your friends and, and fellow enthusiasts to put stickers all over your. Oh, coffin. we're gonna we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna fast and furious your casket all the way until the. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking everything, every sticker, and trust me, I've got a lot of them too. I'm just waiting. I'm not joking. I'm just, I'm just so waiting bad. for the. I'm just I'm, waiting. I'm waiting for no. Valhalla car equivalent yeah. Valhalla. So, <laughs> what is that? What's the, knowing you, huh? what is that? Uh, the the new Mad Max movie covered in chrome. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's one thing I always notice about every time I go in your garage, you've got bumper stickers. I, I can't even call them bumper oh, stickers. There's stickers so everywhere. You know? I am a huge fan of stickers, like I'm five years old. Banners, yeah. uh, Nissan dealership tin. If you have any of that stuff and you need to get rid of it, I'm buying. I'm always buying that stuff. I don't know why. It's just like an addiction. If you thought I was addicted <laughs> to car parts, I'm addicted to like Nissan banner merch and tins and dealership books all the bulletins and the book i buy all that stuff dude I, i'm yeah. a hard corner anyway vhs tapes of how to fix structural components of cars i have all that stuff 
I am wow. such a dork. I don't. It's it's a sickness. It is. But uh, don't worry, VHS are coming back. VHS, we're, we're bringing it back. <laughs> we're bringing it back. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, um, it has been a long episode. We're coming on two hours here. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I just want to give a uh, shout out and give thanks to everybody out there. Um, do you want to talk about this? Oh, uh, nah. Save it. You want to save it? We'll Easter leave it egg. as an Easter egg. Easter egg. We'll leave Easter it as egg. an Easter egg for next time. For those that know what this is and know the fame of this, put it in your hat. We're going to talk about it here soon. It might come up into something. Uh, might come into fruition for something else. We'll let we're you know. We're working on it. Yeah. But we're working yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, on that note, again, just wanted to give a, a shout out and a thanks to everybody for listening. Um, yes. You know, we're coming up on two years um, uh, no no we're three years oh my back um but coming up on three years um again i, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting us through this whole time period um you know we definitely cater to a niche environment yeah. on a, in a niche group um we I just want to say thank you for everybody who's liking, following us, subscribing us, spreading yeah. the good yeah. word about the podcast. But again, um, for this uh, podcast to evolve, we always need your input. If you have something out there that you think is important, um, you know, a um, an important story or uh, there's an important person out there that we need to know about in the Nissan community or even a vendor. If you're a vendor out there and you're just trying to scratch your teeth in the market as a, a new vendor and you want to talk about your products, let us know. This is your sounding board. We want to be here for you. And, um, and again, we want to know about all the news that's out there because we want to try to be out there for everybody. Um, we're all brothers and sisters in this. And, um, and again, I just want to give thanks to everybody out there for all the continued support and, uh, Mike for continuing to put up with me Same. for all these years as I've been trying to, uh, burn your toes off and catch your ponytail and, yeah. uh, and everything that's moving. Again. And, uh, again, I, yeah, I, I appreciate you miles. Of course, uh, you're the big brother I never asked for, but, uh, it, it's been, it's been needed. Honestly, yeah, well, you, you've helped me, you've, you've helped me push, you've pushed me in good directions, uh, as a human. Yeah. I love <laughs> you too, man. And I want to give a shout out to all those friends that we see when, you know, we're at different events, but I want to give a special shout out to our, uh, eternal intern, uh, Ion. Um, yeah. who's always with us, who's always driving us when we've drank too much, who's always uh, uh, letting us sleep over at his house when we're uh, uh, in yeah. his neck of the woods. Um, but yeah, he's always going to be our uh, uh, roll homie strong. So we love him very much. Um, a shout out to everybody else. Um, and again, a shout out to everybody for being with us tonight. Um, on that note, yes. I want to wish you all Thanksgiving. Be safe. Don't drink too much. Um, get in your garage. Work on something. Oh, don't be scared. You know, it's that time of the year. It's downtime. Get in there. Car show seasons just around the way. Car event seasons just around this the way. Is, this don't is be lazy. Be yeah. Tell this, the family. Yeah. Thanks for the I'll be in the garage. Turn the heater the on. Things. And that's yeah. it. That's how you roll. Put the heater on. And that's it. But again, um, thanks to everybody for being all this. You can check us out on social media. Um, again, Facebook, Instagram. We're on there. Uh, MySpace. Uh, not too much. Um, email uh, info at nissannerd.com. Send us what you have. But. That is correct, guys. There's a number of ways you can contact us. Of course, we, we definitely uh, thank you for all your support, and uh, we're going to keep it going. 
Uh, you know, again, throughout the years, man, we've gotten the smallest types of uh, encouragement and people liking the show, and those go a long way. So, again, thank you for that. And that's, uh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Let's go ahead and get into Kanpai, guys. Again, whatever you've got left, join us in the Kanpai. Let's do it here. Kanpai. Mm. It goes down smooth. Goes down mm. smooth. <laughs> so again, uh, thanks for everybody for being on with us for the Thanksgiving episode. I uh, will see you here in two weeks where we have more Nissan news for you. Love uh, you all. Uh, till then, go away. Bye. Get in your garage. Bye. Go. Go. See you guys soon. Go. 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 go.